Next Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A One app today. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, providing the best veterinary services in the East Texas area. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Kelly Chuck Parts, your local distributor and service center for Trigger Wood Pellet Grills and Accessories. Angelina College, CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Soundtex, Southside Bank, Layman's Pipe and Steel, Bentley AC, Whataburger, Quality Restaurant Supply, Strickland Plumbing and HVAC, Strickland Septic, Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas Sports. Well, hello and welcome live tonight into the Next Play Sports Studios. Happy to be with you here on Next Play Sports. My name is Chris Simmons and I'll be your host this evening. We're coming to you at our Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing Studios. Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. You can download the Chick-fil-A One app today so you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. We have playoff softball happening across the county tonight. We're here to bring you every single bit of it on Next Play One. It will be Hudson and Madisonville. Hudson playing on the home turf. They're hosting Madisonville for game one in this best of three. And then Central on next play two, Central and Kirbyville. They'll be happening game one as well. And that one's being played in Central tonight. So both series uh, are happening uh, today, between today and tomorrow. So uh, we'll, we'll be here for every bit of it, every pitch of it, every hit, every catch, every great moment. We'll have it covered here on Next Play Sports. Thanks for making us part of your evening. It's going to be a fun night of softball. We're really excited. We'll be taking it live out to the fields uh, in a few minutes. But first, we're going to talk with the head coaches of Central and of Hudson. We'll first talk with the head coach of the Central Lady Dogs, Curtis Acosta, and then we'll take it out west and head to talk with the Lady Hornets head coach, Wes Caps. Don't go anywhere, folks. Thanks for making us part of your evening tonight here on Next Play Sports. We'll talk with the head coach of the Lady Dogs, Curtis Acosta, next here on Next Play Sports. chicken you love. Get the feeling of Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Chick-fil-A South Lake Crossing, serving breakfast every morning until 10.30. Sweet and spicy bacon burger is my all-time favorite. Two beef patties, two different types of cheese, caramelized onions. My favorite thing about this burger is the sweet and spicy pepper sauce and the bacon. <laughs> you asked for it and it's back. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is now an all-time favorite at Whataburger. That's happiness. <laughs> Broadcasting the best in East Texas. Dieball, Central, Huntington, Hudson, and Central Heights. Next Play Sports. Rise up. 
And I'm joined now with head coach of the Central Lady Dogs, Curtis Acosta. Coach, uh, talk to me about, about this squad. Uh, congrats on a, on a, a good regular season uh, coming in in the two spot in the district. But talk to me about what you, uh, what you see now with the girls compared to at the beginning of the year. Where have your improvements uh, most been uh, throughout this season? You know, I'd have to say uh, without a doubt, uh, coming into this year, we knew that we had to replace uh, quite a few hits, quite a few RBIs, runs scored uh, that we lost from graduation. And uh, the improvements have been, you know, without a doubt to me, our approach at the plate, our uh, timely hitting when we've needed it. Uh, you know, the games that we have not won, the games that we've learned from, uh, all of those games have been uh, mostly due because we didn't get the timely hit. We're getting runners on, we just didn't get the timely hit or didn't get the hit with runners at second and third uh, and a chance to you know, to put some more runs on the board. So we've improved on that throughout the district campaign. Uh, the other night when we played at Hudson, we got the timely hit. It seemed like every time we needed it. Um, and so I think the girls' approach has, has been the biggest improvement. Coach, let's start there talking about the team and, and talking about what to expect from where. Talk me through talk me through your lineup just a little bit. A quick overview. Don't give me any scouting notes or anything like that. But just talk to me, just kind of going through the lineup, what you're expecting from where, th- those kind of things uh, with the girls. Yeah, we, you know, we lead off with Janae Robinson, you know, all-state center field. Um, she hit over 600 this year. She's someone that she's going to put the ball in play and put pressure on the defense. Uh, two spot, we've got a freshman, KK Harris, who's come along huge strides this year. I mean, she's someone that is uh, just the sky's the limit with this kid. She's so athletic. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we can get her to uh, stop thinking like a freshman and just play like she can, uh, she'll without a doubt be one of the best players to ever come out of Central. Mm. Um, three spot, Presley Turney. Uh, she is the uh, just the the glue that holds the team together. If this kid, um, you know, she's on, we're a tough team to beat. Um, and, and she holds down a shortstop for us, uh, gets great hits, clutch hits. Um, she's someone that uh, just loves this game. Uh, then we've got Lexi Windsor cleaning it up. Everybody knows about Lexi on the mound. Uh, you know, her hitting this year, she was uh, six home runs this year, uh, putting the ball in play hard. Uh, and then on the mound, you're looking at a kid who's just got about 300 strikeouts for the year. So right. uh, she's someone that uh, does her job and does it well. Uh, five spot, you got another freshman, Madison Morehouse. Um, she's come along and just done anything that we needed her to do. Um, she played second for us. She's caught, uh, been our uh, hub behind the back uh, backstop with the loss of uh, KK Hancock's injury. Um, but she's done so good for us uh, in big situations, you know, as a freshman stepping in and right. and getting a, you know, two out double. Yeah. You know, she's done uh, outstanding for us. So really proud of that kid. Uh, six and seven spot, that's our holdover from last year, Sabrina Weathers and Bailey Ortiz. Uh, they were six and seven last year and they hold that spot down because they are contact hitters. Uh, Sabrina can hit for some power. She's got a few home runs this year. Uh, Bailey, our leader, she comes through um, with some clutch hits. She's someone that uh, she's going to go up there and, and give you everything she's got. Yeah. Uh, so Sabrina and Bailey in the six-seven spot. A lot of times with teams, you've got a six-seven that you're uh, just hoping for a hit. You know, our six-seven is they're tough outs. Yeah. And then rounding out the lineup in the in the eight-nine, we've got uh, Dakota Helton and Kendall Smith. Now neither one of them played much last year and they've been asked to do a ton this year. Kendall rounding out the nine spot, she flips the lineup well for us. Uh, and so that's that's what we need from that nine hole. Um, you know, we've got uh, bench players that come in and do their jobs. You know, we're a well-rounded team. I think the area that um, you know has most impressed me this year has been their ability to realize that this is my job and uh, that's what I need to do. 
Coach, you have uh, more youth on this, on this, uh, the, the, the young, the, the freshmen. So, talk to me about the approach coming into playoffs for uh, for players that haven't been in the situation before. What's what's kind of the message to them, and and kind of getting their head right before this game uh, tonight? Yeah, we t- we talk playoffs all year. Yeah, uh, we talk about you know when we go up to Allen uh, to that big tournament, when we go to um, to Carthage to that tournament, when we go when we play these intense games, we we tell them this is the reason we're here for the playoffs. Uh, we want to get you ready. The Hudson game the other night, uh, I told them this is going to be a playoff atmosphere. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a great game. This is what you're going to experience in the playoffs. So I feel like we've brought the freshmen along. Uh, we've brought the younger girls that you know didn't play much last year along well to to be ready for this moment, uh, just because of the schedule that we that we keep. Coach, with uh, once again, I'm joined right now with the head coach of the Central Lady Dogs, Curtis Acosta. Uh, talk to me about Lexi. Uh, you said you alluded to it a second ago. She's close to 300 strikeouts on the year. Uh, she just keeps. She seems to keep improving. Um, what What is the biggest uh, change in her that you've seen from uh, from year one, year two, and to where we're at now? Just presence on the mound. Um, try and get her. Um, off kill a little bit, and you're going to have a tough time. Yeah. Uh, she's a she's a kid that's going to get up there. She might have a rough inning, just like anybody would, but don't expect two in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, she's somebody that goes up there and competes and competes well. Um, she knows the pitches she wants to throw, what she feels comfortable with. She's got a great relationship with our uh, pitching coach, uh, Coach Hall, and uh, you know they communicate well. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit at the first of the year, you know, we took some losses, and some of that was due that you know we had uh, uh, didn't have KK hand behind the plate somebody yeah. that we're used to having back there Lexi's used to having back there and it, you know it took uh, took some bumps but I think we've gotten to a rhythm now uh, we're getting comfortable again and uh, you know she's someone that uh, if we had six games in a day I'd hand her the ball six times yeah yeah, that, that's awesome, and that's all I keep hearing about is, is that man. She really is. I'll talk to Jared. I'll talk to Brand or whatever after yeah. a call, and they're just like, man, she she's just doing really, really well. Uh, Coach, it's a little bit different first round opponent than what we've had the last couple of years, uh, and so talk to me. Let's let's shift the gear here the last couple of minutes of this, uh, and let's talk about Kirbyville, what they have, and what you're expected to see from them. Yeah, you know, the last several years with with realignment, we've had. Um, I wouldn't say an easy first round, but not as difficult uh, as what we're faced with this year. Uh, Kirbyville can play. That's just the only way to put it. They're, they're a good team. Uh, I was able to watch them a couple of times this year, and uh, they're well-rounded in every aspect of the game, uh, pitching offense, defense. They've got a couple of kids that are just uh, outstanding, all-state caliber players. And so um, I told the girls you know, several weeks ago, uh, we've got to be ready to go from day one of the playoffs. There's no easing into this and we'll get it going. We've got to start the first pitch of the first game and and ready to go. So... um I know that Coach Gore and Coach McMillan down there they've uh, they've done a great job with uh, with their talent uh, and you know they're a perennial playoff team. There's some uh, there's there's somebody that you don't want to face in the first round. Yeah. Um, but that's what we drew, and so that's what we're going to do. That's, that's what this is going to happen. So now you got to take care of business, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, Coach. Well, good luck to you, and uh, let's get things off on the right foot tonight here up on the hill. Okay. Do that. Special thanks to head coach of the Lady Dogs, Curtis Acosta, for taking some minutes and joining us there. When we come back, we'll talk with the head coach of the Hudson Lady Hornets, Westcaps, in just a moment. Thanks so much for listening in to this playoff preview special here on Next Play Sports. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. 
Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. And I'm joined now with head coach of the Hudson Lady Hornets, West Caps. Uh, coach, talk to me about uh, about the squad and the role that that, that last game against Central kind of left a little bit of a sour taste in the mouth. I was talking with Angie on Tuesday night at the baseball game. She said, you know, that just wasn't our best, uh, and it kind of motivates us a little bit for as playoffs come along. Talk to me about uh, how that game may have some kind of role in maybe these, this first playoff series for sure against Massonville. Well, a game like that uh, tends to humble you a little bit. And, and, of course, we rolled, you know, I say we rolled through district. Nothing was easy about our district, but uh, we were able to sweep district. And, and sometimes you need a game like that to, to bring you bring you down to, to earth and, and make you refocus. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely not our best outing. It, it was uh, – you know, I was I was not happy after that game. Just you know, I don't mind losing. I just don't mind. I don't like to lose making errors, and uh, and we did that, and we didn't hit well. And and you know, I just told them, I told them that you know this playoff run will be short if we don't we don't play better than that. Coach, and with uh, all the the aunts and the uncles and the cousins that are listening in right now, uh, maybe for the first time in a while, talk to me about uh, when your team is playing their best. What are they doing? What does that look like for for your squad specifically? Well, it, it's, uh, you know, for our squad, we have a lot of power hitters. And uh, and sometimes I think they try to take the role of, of trying to win the whole ball game themselves as far as or they put that kind of pressure on themselves. And, yeah. and you know, we talked about this after the game the other night that I, I don't need somebody to hit a home run every time they step up to the plate. They need to, uh, you know, we you, you that, that softball is a game of failure yep. all right you're gonna you know if you're batting 300 that means seven out of those 10 times you're uh, you're failing yep. and so uh you have to be able to uh to piece that together at the right times you know timely hitting i know in the last 
uh, our last district game, or I guess, yeah, it was our last district game with Carthage. We left twelve runners on base. Oh wow! And uh, and so we we've, we've talked about that. We've done some situational hitting uh, in practice this week to try to uh, try to better that to to know that you know sometimes you may have to take a little bit off that swing and not try to not try to plant it over the fence and just just poke it somewhere and get it you know get the job done and uh and you know when our when our team's hitting uh you know and i've told them if they can fix those little things they're gonna be hard to beat because uh we are we are a good hitting team we are a good hitting team it's just gonna be a matter of really adjusting like you were saying to, to a little bit slower pitching uh, that madisonville is going to bring to you and uh do you, what does that look like in practice is it is it pitching machine slower is it what does that look like as far as a preparation standpoint for going against somebody like that well, we get we get to this point of the year. I usually don't even pull the pitching machine out because the pitching machine, uh, you know, it's good for timing and everything early in the year. But really, truly, they need to see something live. And uh, actually, I had uh, had Kelsey Selman come out. Uh, wow. She came out, I guess, yesterday or. Yeah, I guess it was yesterday. She came out and uh, and pitched to the girls, and and I had her throwing some change ups and junk, and and uh, you know trying to trying to give them a real look at, at stuff. You know, I mean, you know, from film and things that I've seen, yep. their pitchers, you know, they bounce it in front of the plate a lot of times. So we've got to learn to stay back and wait on that, and and really concentrate on trying to hit the ball opposite field to train our minds to to stay back. Once again, I'm joined right now with the head coach of the Hudson Lady Hornets, West Caps, uh, Coach. So we talked about hitting a little bit. Let's let's shift over. Uh, we'll talk. Let's hit hit the fielding real quick. You've it's crazy to me when I think about the fact that you've had uh, Campbell Summon at short, Amzie at second for four years now. I think it was about four years ago when we first started picking up and covering these games. So I saw him as freshman out there. But talk to me about the defense as a whole. Uh, do you how do you feel like we're a strong defensive team? What does that look like for, for your squad defensively? Oh yeah, we're a very solid defense. You know, my assistant coaches, uh, you know, they do they do most of the leg work as far as being on the field and and uh, working the infielders. You know, Cassidy Ivy works the infielders. Bianca Hasso works the outfielders. And I mean, the drills and things they put them through and work. I mean, it's just great. You know, we've got a great thing going as far as that goes. And our defense is is solid. That's one thing that disappointed me so badly about the Central game is is that our defense just really suffered in that game and and we haven't we haven't dealt with that a lot this year we don't we don't we play a lot of a lot of error free softball and and so when you see that you know and see you know you know what kids can do and they're not doing it and then you as a coach you, you start to get a little bit uh, a little bit agitated or, or upset about it so but i you know i feel like you know we've had great practices this week uh, the girls are you know they they're pretty light you know lighthearted and having a good time and and that's the main thing we we stress that you are doing this to have a good time so you don't you don't put too much pressure as far as as the winning cuz i think if you're out there having a good time and loving each other, and yep. the winning will come. Yep, sure will, Coach. Last last element though, I talked about um, Odette. What's what's her strength? What are you looking for her uh, when she, when she's pitching well? When she's in control of the game, what is what is she doing in the circle uh, that kind of just sets her uh, above and beyond a lot of the competition that she'll play? Well, Odette uh, Odette can set the tone quickly for a game. Uh, she does it. She does it with her uh, with her pitching. She's actually done it with her bat quite a bit uh, towards the latter part of the season. She. Uh, 
uh, I know three of the last four games she hit a home run in each one. So she, uh, you know, she's she stepped up and and you know the girls respect her and they and they follow her lead and and you know when she's on she's she's hard to hit yeah. and uh, and I think that was another thing we had some uh, you know with the central game again we it was a it was her off night and she hasn't had many off nights but it, yeah. but I felt like that was kind of an off night for her and. Uh, and I, but I feel like she she's going to do well. Excellent. Well, Coach, good luck to you, and uh, good luck to you here in, in game number one. Go get them tonight, all right? All right. Thank you. Head coach of the Hudson Lady Hornets, West Caps, joining us here. We'll be back in a moment. Take it back to the studio here on Next Play Sports. Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that will help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at Angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites. Complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof with many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hay or tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with REMAX Home & Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of REMAX Home & Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with REMAX Home & Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Next. college. Oh boy, do you have a septic problem? Then you need to call Strickland Septic Services. There's no job too big or too small for Strickland Septic. We provide new installation, maintenance and repair, precasting, inspections, and we're a parts distributor. Strickland Septic really can't handle all your septic problems. Don't wait and let the problem get worse. Call Strickland Septic at 634-9222 or stop by Strickland Septic at 4182 Highway 103 East in Lufkin. Strickland Septic Services, where your septic issues are strictly our business. 
At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. At Soundtex, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. I'm traveling a lot, always have a craving for Whataburger. I had to make a connection in Houston, had about an hour. Whataburger just opened at Terminal B. Boom, I need to have a patty melt. The creamy pepper sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, bread's toasted. Grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag, she goes, sorry, but if you give me your Whataburger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, put me on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops a patty melt at Whataburger. Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that'll help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. At Soundtex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the Soundtex family today. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years, with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Next place. It's a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. 
And welcome back into our Next Play Sports Studios, brought to you all season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Proud sponsors here on Next Play Sports. Once again, we want to say a thank you to Curtis Acosta, head coach of the Lady Dogs, and Wes Caps, head coach of the Hudson Lady Hornets, for making time for us here on our playoff preview special. We're going to take things out now live to the fields on Next Play 1 at Hudson and Madisonville. On Next Play 2, it's Central and Kirbyville with Jared Simmons and Brand Lee. Guys, take it away. Man, thanks, Chris, for tipping us off. We're live here at the Hill, top on the Central High School. I'm Brantley, joined with Jared Simmons. About to have some fun playoff softball headed your way right now this evening. And just as we speak, they are getting in the pick. box. Yeah, Jared, how, what are you thinking about some playoff softball? Oh, I'm absolutely Next loving sports, it. Next place sports, baseball season long by Chick-fil-A, South uh, Loop Crossing. Pardon that. Uh, it is, it's, uh, it's playoff season and couldn't, uh, start it off better with this good, uh, Lady Dog, uh, matchup going up against the Wildcats of Kirbyville. Yeah, and we're gonna run through this starting lineup shortly, but we're at game time and first pitch ball one as Windsor comes back and gets a ball two. And so in the box is Kaylin Zazang, the shortstop for Kirbyville. And mm-hmm. she's a big contributor we've heard all about. Uses her speed, got a little bit of power, can mm-hmm. run the bases. Uh, they have two lefties that lead off this lineup. Uh, they can, you know, they like to bunt and mm-hmm. a lot of quickness at the top of the order. So we'll kind of see 2-0 count here on Zazang. Mm-hmm. So very similar at the start of the uh, top of the lineup with having uh, the two lefties in that one-two spot, much similar to Central having uh, Janae and KK Harris. Yeah, very similar. Uh, exactly. Great point. And just like that, a 2-0 pitch called strike. So. Ones are towing that rubber, looking in, 2-1 count here on Zizang, the shortstop. Mm-hmm. Rise ball misses upstairs, makes it 3-1. and one. Uh, And first rise ball there uh, from Lexi, which I believe she's looking for a milestone here tonight, isn't she? Yeah, she's uh, nine strikeouts away from the magic number of 300, so mm-hmm. could be a big night here tonight. 3-1 pitch, fouled away, makes count full, 3-2. Mm-hmm. Zazang, the traditional slapper, mm-hmm. getting that running start, and using sure. those using those legs to get down that line. You know, just uh, something I've always I've questioned slapping before. Aren't you making yourself more vulnerable to begin being hit in that situation? That's always something I've looked into. But yeah. I think they just kind of try to use it as a weapon. Yeah. Get a running start, yeah. two step lead. Here's mm-hmm. the three two pitch on its way. Slap foul towards the third base dugout. Mm-hmm. So Zazang doing a good job of staying alive. On deck is Brianna Williams. So we're live here on the hill. If you're listening in, you can make it. It just started. Yeah. Join us. Good crowd right here early. Nice, uh, nice crowd here for game one of the series. Uh, Lady Dogs looking to start it off here with the win tonight. 3-2 pitch from Windsor. Uh, it's going to be swung on. Foul tip, and it's caught. So it's going to be a first pat pin punch out of the night for Lexi Windsor. And just like all season when you've been listening, those pat pin punch outs brought to you by pat pin at REMAX. Home and country, buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs today. Mm-hmm. Eight away. Yeah, eight more, eight more. And uh, couldn't look forward to it more, just like Brant said, every chocolate here on Next Place Sports by Pat Penn at REMAX Home and Country. You said they're starting off with two lefties. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's what you get for a bad scouting report. You Good know, job, I, I try Brent. to do my homework, you know, <laughs> just like I'm, I'm wrong at home, I'm wrong here tonight. Oh, so it's all good, it's all good, man. It's going to bring the catcher, Brianna Williams, to the box, and like Jared noted, batting on that right, yep. right side of the box. Mm-hmm. On deck is Larissa Jones. Mm-hmm. First pitch swung on and missed, making the count 0-1. And I'm going to run through this starting lineup real quick as it's always presented by Kelly Truck Parts. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, always, all season, your local distributor service center for Traeger Wood Pellet Grills and Accessories. You've got Brianna Williams on deck, Larissa Jones in the four spot, Destiny Rutherford, followed by Skyler Rutherford, then Emily Stark, Krista Sauls, Katie Jacks, Hope Heron, and then Tori Dowden on the mound tonight for the Lady Wildcats. So that pitch swung on a miss, makes you count 0 2 here on Brianna Williams. It's a little bit of a windy uh, windy afternoon yeah. here. A little bit. So 0-2 pitch from Windsor on the way to Williams. Rise ball fouled away down the left side, and that'll give us a break to run around the diamond as you've got Harrison left, Robinson in center, mm-hmm. Helton in right, Weathers at third, Turney at short, Smith at second, Ortiz the senior at first, and Morehouse behind the plate and just like all season. Yeah. Lexi like Windsor in that up. circle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> 0-2 pitch from Windsor. Swung on and missed. That's back-to-back punch-outs yeah. by Lexi Windsor. And, mm-hmm. Hey, Pat, get ready. You could be hearing this all night. Yeah. Pat Penn punch-out brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs today. And, uh, and just coming off that last game against Hudson, I believe it was last, was it, fr- was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Central went up against the Lady Hornets over there on the turf fields at Hudson. Lexi had 12 strikeouts in that game. It, and it was a very good offensive showing as well as uh, the Lady Dogs had a 72 victory over Hudson. Man, I think it's just a momentum builder, mm-hmm. you know, heading into these playoffs. And Hudson, of course, came in that game yes. number 10 in 4A and mm-hmm. rolled through that district of 24A undefeated. And just, you know, you always want to feel mm-hmm. good about yourself heading into the postseason. That's a good victory. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, and just much like last year, uh, Central won that game against Hudson in the Pinkock game last year and just took that momentum going into playoffs. And hopefully they can do the same thing uh, this go-around. 0-1 swung on, fouled, out of play, making the count 0-2 on Larissa Jones, the third baseman for Kirbyville. On deck is Destiny Rutherford, the center fielder. Got two Rutherford sisters, is that correct? Right, back to back. So 0-2 count here on Jones. Windsor with the wind. Rise ball misses upstairs, 1-2 count. And I think, Jared, you know, yeah. something we've seen throughout, and you've had some experience covering playoffs, yes, is is grabbing a lead early. I think yes. that's the key, you know, in postseason play is that team that can grab that lead, get that momentum, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's what they're trying to do here tonight. 1-2 right, pitch, swung on and missed, and just like that, Lexi Windsor has struck out the side. Ooh, we're, she's off to a great start here in the top of the first, but we're going to head to the bottom of the first, scoreless here on the hill. Be right back with Lady Dog Softball on next play, too. Strickland Plumbing and HVAC We said it for years, your plumbing's strictly our business There's more we want to tell you, you just can't miss Residential and commercial, as a matter of fact Same great service, but more than that We're doing AC heating and HVAC For installs and service, we got your back So strictly speaking, as a matter of fact We're Strickland Plumbing and HVAC Son, back in my day, I would hit home runs so far that the balls were never found. In fact, when I didn't hit a home run, I would steal a base before you could blink your eyes. Really? And occasionally I would pitch, but when I did, it's like the batters never saw it coming. Dad, are you swell? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. 
Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. All right, we're back here live on the Hill. I'm Brantley, joined on the call with Jared Simmons. Going to start this bottom half of the first scoreless and just give you some updates. Central coming in 20 and 10 on the season, 10 and 2 in district with a second place seed. Lexi Windsor, like we touched on, is now six away from mm-hmm. 300. Yes, Janae Robinson is about to dig in the box at batting average of over 600 uh-huh. on the year. And then Bailey Ortiz, the senior, kind of the leadership there. And for Kirbyville, they come in 23 and 8. They're coached by Jerry Gore, who picked up his 300th win this year, all at Kirbyville, yes, all 300. And assisted by Brady McMillan, who's a 92 alumni of Central, if you're listening and familiar name. Yeah. Brady went on and played college baseball at Angelina. So, good-looking athlete from Central. So, good uh, good opponent, I think, good first-round matchup. Very true, very true. That first pitch uh, to Janae is just a fastball down and on the outside part of the plate. It's going to start to count off the 1-0 for Robinson. Yeah, and then this Kirbyville, you know, I think bunt defense is big. They're, they're known to put the ball down. Mm-hmm. And Kalen Zizang is kind of where it starts offensively. And then on the mound right now, Tori Dowden, for them, has been their number one pitcher all season and done the job for them. So just like we say, Robinson's in that box. Called strike, 1-1 one, one count here mm-hmm. in the bottom of the first. And we'll run through this Lady Dog lineup here shortly. And the Lady Wildcat defensive. Mm-hmm. So Tory Dowden on that rubber, 1-1 pitch to Robinson, slashed out of play. Kirbyville not electing to uh, bring that second baseman in to protect that slot for Robinson. Any uh, why, why, why would you think that they're doing that? You know, I think right now just maybe scouting report, you know, is, is maybe not seeing that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're used to seeing the teams yes. in the district that see us twice a season, and they know Janae. Uh, so it could be a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, but Janae here lately is hitting the ball all yep. over the field. So, one-two pitch from Dowden on its way. Rise ball misses upstairs, makes it two apiece. Mm-hmm. On deck is K.K. Harris, the freshman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was getting to talk to Coach Acosta before the game, and Chris mentioned it in that pregame show. But the leadership we're seeing out of that two spot from K.K. Harris has really made uh, lo- lots of uh, – Lots of improvement from the beginning That's of the a season. Big momentum changer. Very true. Two-two tap to third. It's going to be fielded by Jones. Over to first is in time. So good-looking play by the third baseman Jones for the first out of the inning. Now that we're going to run through this Lady Dog lineup, as KK Harris is going to be in the box here shortly. But Presley Turney in the three-hole, Lexi Windsor in the cleanup hole, Madison Morehouse in the five spot, in the six-hole, Sabrina Weathers, followed by Bailey Ortiz, Dakota Helton, and finishing out Kendall Smith defensively for these Wildcats. Jackson left, Rutherford in center, Saul's in right, Jones at third, Zizang at short, Herring at second, Rutherford at first, Williams behind the plate, and Dowden in that circle. First pitch, ball one to Harris. And we'll give updates here shortly, yes. but District 21-3A, all in action tonight in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We also have another broadcast going on Man. tonight over on Next Play 1. We got uh, Hudson Lady Hornets going up against the Madisonville Lady Mustangs, uh, they're over at the turf fields of Hudson. Chris Simmons, uh, brother, partner in crime over there uh, on next play one, looking to have a very good series over there as well. Should be a good night on softball, and a pitch misses upstairs, so 2-0 count here on the left fielder Harris. Dowden delivers. Swung on a miss on a rise ball, makes it 2-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Here right now, Dowden, the velocity a little bit, little bit down compared to some of the pitchers yes. they've seen in 21-3A, but She's pounding the zone, throwing strikes. 
They maybe let her defense work behind her as we've seen here early. 2-1 mm-hmm. pitch from Dowden. Tapper hit down the left field line just foul. Oh, just just missed it there. Easily could have been a double there for KK, but just a maybe just maybe a half an inch foul and just a oh, close call there. Yeah, that's where you wish that chalk line was just about a quarter inch wider. Yeah, you know, it would have hit some chalk, but for sure. It's gonna even the count now, two two mm-hmm. on Harris. On deck is Turney, the shortstop. <laughs> Dowden towing that rubber, looking into Williams for that sign. Gets what she likes. 2-2 delivery from Dowden. Rise ball just misses. Makes count full. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe that that's, uh, how, how do you say shortstop again? That's Zazang. Zazang. Yeah. To me, it looks like she's playing more towards that uh, third base side uh, yeah, rather they're, than. They're playing Harris to slap and mm-hmm. go that way. 3-2 mm-hmm. pitch to Harris. Swung on, lifted into shallow center. There's Rutherford. She's going to make the play, and there's two away. So Dowden continuing to let that defense work behind her. So two away, it's going to bring up the shortstop, Presley Turney. And we'll run through uh, playoff action tonight. Over in Woodville tonight, a 7 p.m. start, Dye Ball and Coons at game one of a series. And at 5.30, it's already started. We'll try to update you throughout. But Corgan against Orangefield down in, down in Jasper in a one-game playoff, followed by another one-game playoff of Woodville and Buna. So really? we'll know who's moving on after tonight in those mm-hmm. matchups. Mm-hmm. So us and Ball are the two teams in the district that are that had the series. Is that That's correct? correct? First pitch to Turney. Up the middle, but Dowden's going to knock it down, pick it up, flip over to first is. Not in time as Turney did a great job of hustling, kind of making that extra step, beat it by a step, lunging towards the bag. And Dowden looks to be okay, fielded yeah. it, just kind of dropped it up, mm-hmm. picked it up, dropped it, mm-hmm. half a step late. But nice hustle there by Turney to get down that first baseline. Maybe took a little bit of a stumble towards the end of it, but nonetheless, she's called safe at first. Yeah, and the, and the thing about that with Kirbyville is now it's going to give Lexi Winger yeah. a chance. You know, and you want to try to let her start an inning, not have an opportunity with runners on with mm-hmm. her bat. So here's a big opportunity for Lexi to help herself out. Mm-hmm. First pitch called strike. On the corner. On deck is Morehouse, the catcher. Mm-hmm. So Windsor, like you touched on in pre yes. six home runs mm-hmm. coming into the season. Got the ability to leave the yard. Mm-hmm. Oh, one pitch. Misses outside. And right now, Dowden's putting a little bit of spin yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the most velocity, but she's definitely a... Placing her pitches very well here in this uh, bottom half of you know, the first. The thing I would say about that, when a team comes in 23-8 and eight mm-hmm. and she's their primary starter, she's doing something right. Yes. You know, and, and So I, I think they've got all the confidence in her. Mm-hmm. Runner gets a step. She goes halfway. They're going to look, throw down a second. They've got turning in a rundown. The throwback to first is out. Oh, wow. Nice play there. Nice-looking play by the Kirbyville defense and maybe a momentum builder there to end the frame. As Turney's going to get out there, we're going to head to the bottom, I mean, top Top of the second. There we go. We're scoreless here on the hill. Be back with Lady Dog Softball on next play, too. 
Today at Whataburger, we're cooking the sweet and spicy bacon burger. And now it's an all-time favorite. You can't beat it. It's hot. It's fresh. I love this burger. It's just perfect. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is my all-time favorite. Two beef patties, two different types of cheese, caramelized onions. My favorite thing about this burger is the sweet and spicy pepper sauce and the bacon. <laughs> you asked for it, and it's back. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is now an all-time favorite at Whataburger. That's happiness. <laughs> Next Play Sports is presented all baseball season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Download the Chick-fil-A One app today. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Real Graphics, the one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding. And the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing. Or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at Angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2 as we've got playoff softball here on the hill with the Central Lady Dogs facing off against Kirbyville Lady Cats, Lady Wildcats. Yeah. At that, and we're scoreless here in the top of the second. We're going to have Rutherford, Rutherford start due up here. So, first of all, it'll be Destiny Rutherford, the center fielder, mm-hmm. followed by Skylar Rutherford, and then it'll be Emily Stark. And. Brent, could you give us just a little bit of a recap, though, what just happened in that bottom half of the inning? Yeah, it looked like Turney tried to do almost like a delay steal, kind of got halfway through, and they mm-hmm. threw ahead of the runner, which is a smart play. And uh, Turney tried to make a break back to first, and the throw got her. So mm-hmm. good defensive play there by Kirby. But I think uh, Lady Dogs just maybe with two outs trying to put a little pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and force the, force the issue. But uh, give credit to Kirbyville. Good, good-looking play defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, First pitch to Rutherford was a fastball on the inside part of the zone. Oh, nope. oh, one's going to be a rise ball up and out. It's going to make the count even at 1-1 one one now. Yeah, 1-1 one, one count here on Rutherford. She's the center fielder. Made a defensive play out there on mm-hmm. a fly ball in the bottom half of the frame. 1-1 one, one pitch from Windsor. Swung on a miss. Makes the count 1-2, and two, and we do have an update. Uh, down in Jasper, one-game playoff. Top of the third, Orangefield 3, Corgan Camden 0. So Orangefield jumping out on the lead. And Coach Acosta is going to take a step out there and visit this over. It looks like maybe just trying to figure out, uh, going to visit well, actually with the base umpire here. So yeah. Not really sure. Thought he was walking to the mound. And just trying to get an understanding. A little like quick question. Got the answer he wanted. All right. What do you think is going through Coach's head you know, right I now? I think right here, if I'm guessing, it's the top of the second. Mm-hmm. And Coach Acosta's probably seen something that might could be a call late in the game. And I think, you know, it's kind of the gamemanship within the game. I think he's probably letting that umpire say, hey, this is kind of what I'm seeing. And, mm-hmm. and if a call is made later, whether somebody's leaving early on the bases or coming out of the box, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So we're back to action. 2-1 count here on Destiny Rutherford. Windsor with the wind. Swung on a miss. Makes the count two apiece. Mm-hmm. Windsor trying to, she's one pitch away from four consecutive strikeouts to start this playoff game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she's had some really good starts out in district, I believe. Uh, I forgot who it was against, but she started off the game with nine straight strikeouts. And uh, it was, 
I want to say it was. And the 2-2, two, two, yeah. just like that, yeah. swung on and missed. And, Pat, here we go again, just like all season. That punch-out is brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling, let Pat Penn take care of your real estate needs today. And right now, Windsor's come out on fire with four consecutive strikeouts. That's going to bring up Skyler Rutherford, the first baseman, who laid that good tag down on Turney. Mm-hmm. Rutherford batting from that left side. There's your other lefty. Yeah. We were we were in there somewhere. Somewhere. We know they had two lefties, but thought they were the one too. Now she's in uh, the five hole. Is that correct? She. Uh, yes. Yes. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Windsor with the wine pitch on its way. Misses downstairs, makes it 1-0. and Coach Jerry Gore for this Kirbyville team, like we touched on, picked mm-hmm. up win number 300 this season. and He coached at Kirbyville, left, came back, uh, but all 300 of his wins have happened at Kirbyville. Just had stepped out of coaching, went into yep. administration, mm-hmm. and came back. And Man, it sounds like he's picked off right where he left off. Shallow fly ball in the shallow center. Here comes there Robinson. Robinson. Run and catch. Nice looking play by the center fielder. The ball was hit in the shallow center field. And that's why you have your fastest uh, outfielder out there in center to cover the Man. most, right? Yeah, she can, she can make up uh, defensively quick. And I think for the for Kirbyville, they're just glad they put the ball in play mm-hmm. as four consecutive strikeouts. But that's going to bring up Emily Stark. Who's the DP tonight? And you know our experience with DP is they always can hit. So yeah. There's a reason they're in that spot. Uh, we'll see with Emily Stark. You know what her bat can do in this series. So she's in the box. Windsor with the wine. Ball away makes it one and zero. It's a tad bit outside. On deck is Krista Sauls, the right fielder. Coach Jerry Gore, like we said, assisted by Bertie McMillan, 92 alumni of Central. Mm-hmm. So familiar name to some of the listeners yeah, out there. Sure. 1-0 pitch on its way. Downstairs makes the count 2-0. Windsor definitely not trying to get any pitches up in the zone here. For It's Stark. Yeah, okay. yeah, she, she's she's pitching her pretty careful, you can see. And mm-hmm. Stark credit, too. She's being patient. Mm-hmm. 2-0 delivery from Windsor. Rise ball misses upstairs and away, so now all of a sudden 3-0 count on Stark. Mm-hmm. Looking to get the first base runner of the game for Kirbyville. Yeah. But uh, just just got a little bit a uh, little too high on that rise ball. Just a, just a, just a <laughs> tap. Just a tap. 3-0 pitch from Windsor. Called strike as she comes right back and finds the zone. So 3-1 count here. I look for Stark to still be patient. Hit her pitch here on a 3-1 count. She's ahead in the count. Probably going to be one of the better pitches here from this one. Uh, trying to Just trying to get the count back to full. 3-1 misses upstairs. And there, just like that's the first base runner of the game via a walk for the Kirbyville. Another lefty. And it looks like they were possibly going to get a runner in, but they're going to. Looks like they're going to leave Stark over there. Okay. And now that's going to bring up Krista Sauls, the right fielder, batting from the left side. Mm-hmm. On deck is Katie Jacks, the left fielder. And here with a lefty and two outs could be an opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to send a runner. You know, it's kind of difficult to yeah. throw behind the plate, especially down the second with batter in that left-hander's mm-hmm. box. First pitch called strike. Oh. When's you're trying to... 
come back from uh, from giving up a walk to Stark and maybe try to get another Pat Pin punch out here. Man, I, it's one of those things mm-hmm. we get so familiar with that with mm-hmm. her on the mound. Mm-hmm. 0-1 pitch from Windsor. Bunted in the air, and it's going to go out of play, making the count 0-2 on Sauls. And just if you're listening, we'll be back in action down yeah. in Kirbyville for game two, 6 p.m. start. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be live with the call, and we'll give details if there is a game three. The location time it will would not be decided until mm-hmm. after game two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I believe it's just a coin flip, correct? It is just a coin flip, and mm-hmm. they'll decide, you know, what location, what time. Mm-hmm. So 0-2 count here on the right fielder Sauls. Windsor toeing that rubber, looking in. Pitch on its way. Just misses outside. Good-looking pitch there. Mm-hmm. Makes it one and two. But uh, Lady Dogs definitely want to get – don't want to have to go into that game there. They want to get their job done here in the first two games and maybe get a little bit of rest before that second-round match. Yeah, I think whoever hosted game one, you know, yeah. wanted to get the momentum and mm-hmm. get a victory, whether it was Kirbyville or Central. But foul ball slashed away. Oh, almost got it. And uh, you know Kirbyville, I think the same thing. If they mm-hmm. want, if they would have had game one, the same strategy is you mm-hmm. want to get that win at home, put the other team in a tough spot to win two in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely, Lady Dogs looking to try to grab that momentum. And if you're Kirbyville, you're trying to steal one and go yeah. back to the house. So one two count here on Sauls. Down there at first is Emily Stark who had the walk. Mm-hmm. Slash down towards the left. It's going to get past Harris. They're going to wave Stark. It's going to go down the line. Here comes Stark. That's going to score. That could be two. And look, they're going to go, they're going to round her, and there's not going to be a play at the plate wow. as Kate as Crystal Sauls hit a slap line drive down the left field line that got under the glove of KK Harris, mm-hmm. and just like that, it's two nothing Kirbyville. So, so a positive just from that. The bases are clear, and don't have anybody to worry about on uh, on the base pass for Cooperville. But they did give up the first uh, first two runs of the game, and Coach Chicas is going to take a quick visit to the circle with his infielders. Going to see uh, if it's just going to be something a brief talk here. What do you think is going on in that circle right you now? Know, I think right here is no secret. Cooperville can hit. Yeah, they, they've scored runs in bunches in, in their district. Uh, that was something well known. So, mm-hmm. you know, them being on the scoreboard is not a surprise. I think yeah. the frustration right here is a, is a two out wall. Mm-hmm. And then with two strikes, I mean, but you've got to give credit to Krista Sauls. But two strikes, she puts the ball in play well mm-hmm. uh, down that left field line. And just like that, they've grabbed a yeah. two to nothing lead. Mm-hmm. It sounds very familiar to uh, that first game, uh, the district opener against Corgan, where all, all of Corgan's runs came with those two outs. And. In that one, I believe, is that correct? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. They scored up six runs in that victory, and all six were with two outs. And, uh, you know, that's what good teams do. They mm-hmm. take advantage of their opportunities, kind of like you touched on with the Central Hudson yeah. game last week that you covered. Mm-hmm. As Central had a lot of good situational hitting, and Kirbyville just came through right there. Mm-hmm. So we're back to action. Katie Jackson, left fielder, here with two downs, going to step in the box. First pitch called strike. On deck is Hope Heron, the second baseman. Windsor looking in for that sign. That sign's over from Coach Hall in the dugout. Just trying to trying to uh, 
get back in the rhythm here. That uh, Windsor was back in that first inning, 0-1 pitch. Swung on and missed, making a count of 0-2. So Kirbyville grabbing the early momentum, mm-hmm. two to nothing here, in the top half of the second. It is still early here in the game, like you said. So still plenty of time uh, for this uh, Lady Dog offense just to uh, take that lead back here early. 0-2 pitch from Windsor. Called third strike, and that's going to be number five on the night for Lexi Windsor. And we're going to move to the bottom of the second, and it is two to nothing, Kirbyville. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof with many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hay or tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. Play two. Welcome back here to Next Play 2. I'm Brantley, joined by Jared Simmons on the call. We were in the bottom of the second. Kirbyville just grabbed a 2 to nothing lead as we are fixing to start action with Lexi Windsor stepping in that box. Mm-hmm. She ended she uh, ended off that last inning in the box, but uh, starting it off here again as well as Preza got caught on a caught stealing their first pitch. Going to be fouled off into the baseball field over there. Yeah, full one count. So on deck is Morehouse. And like you touched on, Kirbyville grabbing those two mm-hmm. runs. That one positive for Lady Dog fans out mm-hmm. there is it is early. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time to get those bats going and get you an update down in Jasper. Hornsfield up 5 nothing over Corgan Camden right now in the bottom of the third. Orangefield, That's a one-game playoff as well. Yeah, Orangefield, that two seed coming out of 21-3 or 23-3A? Uh, 23, 3 23? We're 21, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So 1-1 one, one count here on Windsor as we're back to action. Dowden towing that rubber, looking in to Williams. Pitch on its way. Rise ball misses upstairs. Nice count 2-1 and one on the pitcher, Lexi Windsor. We touched on is now four punch outs away from 300 on the season. How many strikeouts do you think she's going to get uh, by the end she's of the season? She's a good pace, but I think Kirbyville, they don't care how many she gets as long That's as they, they get out with a victory. That's so. true. 2 1 pitch to Windsor. Swung on, hit left field. It's going to make its way out of play. It's going to even the count at two apiece here on Lexi. Windsor, the junior pitcher. I feel taking a few steps back because just as a respect there is the power that Windsor yeah, does think, have. I think one thing, you know, we're a, we're a, accustomed to the home field, of mm-hmm. course, but, you know, it's 220, so a challenge of uh, teams coming in here and playing is, is just simply positioning your outfield. 2-2 mm-hmm. pitch misses upstairs, makes it full. But, for example, you know, a lot of teams get caught playing their outfield a little too deep. 
because uh, they're just playing back what they're used to on a 200-foot fence. Yeah. And you see a lot of balls fall in front. So we get a full count here on Lexi Windsor. Dowden with the delivery. Called third strike. And that's the first punch out of the game for Dowden. And now that's going to bring up Madison Morehouse, the catcher. On deck is Weathers. And I, I kind of noticed this in uh, the last game over at Hudson. They do have those 200-foot fences, like you mentioned. All the outfield, they play at the edge of the warning track. And yeah. it, it's, just, it's just kind of threw me off there because they're not playing. Like, I've been, I haven't seen that much at all this year, just playing that back deep on the warning track. But things are different when, with shorter fences and all that good stuff. So, ooh. First pitch misses upstairs, makes count 1-0. and And here shortly we will get... Bulldog baseball head coach Trey Neighbors on, and he's going to give us an update as they're going to be in action next week against Buna. Mm-hmm. It's already location and time set. Where are they playing? They're going to play Thursday down in Buna, and okay. then here on Friday on the hill. Mm-hmm. 1-0 pitch misses upstairs, makes it 2-0. So they're going to play game one down in Buna on Thursday, mm-hmm. game two here in Central, and an if game would follow the same night on Friday night here on the hill. Mm-hmm. So Dowden looking into Williams, 2-0 count on Madison Morehouse. Rise ball called strike. Let her high. Yeah. Good frame there. Yeah. I'll say that. Good frame there. So Dowden continuing to let her defense work for her. Mm-hmm. 2-1 count on the catcher. Rise ball misses upstairs, makes it 3-1. and one. Got a 3-1 count to Morehouse. Central fans looking for uh, – Something to cheer for. Man, you know, I think right now they just need a spark. Yeah. You know, and kind of get some momentum going. So 3-1 pitch to Morehouse. Swung on, fouled right back. Going to make it 3-2 and two now. So 3-2 pitch from Dowden is fixing to be on its way to the catcher, Madison Morehouse. She's towing that rubber, looking into Williams. Pitch on its way. Rise ball misses upstairs, so a good at bat there by the catcher, Madison Morehouse, to work a one-out walk. Now that's going to bring up Sabrina Weathers, the junior third baseman. And for our our first-time listeners, though, Let's give Madison Morehouse just a little bit of a backstory on how uh, how she started off this season and went to where she's yeah, at right now. Came out with an injury to her arm and, mm-hmm. and set out a little bit, and then they try to make her recovery, give mm-hmm. her some rest. She played some second base, and about the last half of district, she's been behind the plate. So, uh, you know, KK Hancock, which mm-hmm. is a two-year starter, has yeah. been out all season, primary catcher for the Lady Dogs. So, Lady Dogs come in a little injury bug, mm-hmm. uh, kids moving around, but the freshman's done a great job behind mm-hmm. the plate. All season. Weather's taking the first pitch. 0-1. Count. One away to the third baseman. Fouled straight back. Now down in the count. 0-2. Weather's just trying to get get a good pitch here. Uh, make, make some solid contact to possibly um, advance more house or even just bring her in on something on a good hit here. Morehouse down there at first, 0-2 pitch, two weathers. Tapper is going to go back to the pitcher. She picks it up 
Throws over to first, gets Weathers. Good defensive play there by Dowden, the pitcher. Morehouse able to scamper down to second. So that's going to bring up the senior, Bailey Ortiz, the first baseman. And here with two outs, you know, it's where you're going to lean on that leadership, that experience of the lone senior in the starting lineup. Opportunity to get on the board, runner in scoring position. So Morehouse down there at second on deck is Dakota Helton. Morehouse over that second two outs here in the bottom half of the second. Kirbyville leads two to nothing. First pitch misses downstairs, making the count one and oh. Kirbyville defense playing Ortiz straight away. Here with two outs, and I would think anything mm-hmm. making that outfield grass, the runners coming on contact. Yeah. 1 0 pitch to Ortiz. Hit up the middle. It's going to be, it's going to kick into center field. Here comes Morehouse. There's going to be a throw into second. There She's going to score standing up. And you want to talk about a big two out yeah, hit yeah. by the senior, yeah. Bailey Ortiz. Yeah. Ortiz definitely uh, showing that leadership, uh, being that low and senior, trying to get those timely hits as, as much as they possibly can, can here. And every every run here in playoff is important, is important, especially when you're showing you got to get those runs yeah. when and you have runners you in know, the front position. The, the difference in the game right now, mm-hmm. Kirbyville had a two-out walk and a two-out hit. Mm-hmm. That's their two runs. And now yeah. Lady Dogs with a two-out hit. So it's just it's, it's very critical in those spots to mm-hmm. picking them up. Dakota Helton takes ball one upstairs. And Heron, give her credit out there at second base. She made yeah. a good attempt, mm-hmm. tried to backhand the ball. It went off the tip of her glove and mm-hmm. skipped out into center. But a good attempt. But uh, now with two down, Ortiz down in first. Helton, the right fielder, 1-0 count. Takes ball two upstairs, making it 2-0. On deck is Kendall Smith. Mm-hmm. So Central fans... Uh, Got got a little bit something to cheer for here in this one. Yeah, that's a that's a big two out run, and mm-hmm. I think you know this series is just going to be well played. I think mm-hmm. it's two well coached teams, mm-hmm. two teams that know how to play softball. Two mm-hmm. zero fouled away, and uh, I think it's going to be competitive mm-hmm. throughout. Uh, you know, it's just unfortunate that after this round, there's going to be a quality team that's sitting at home. Yeah, and that's that's the unfortunate thing mm-hmm. between these two clubs is. Man, talent-wise, coaching-wise, they're 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 all the part to be in the second round. It's just a kind of a bad matchup in yeah. the first round. It's a card you draw. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you play who you play who's given to you, and we got a good matchup here. Two one Ortiz on the move to throw down two second. She's safe, and she is safe. There we go. So two two count on Helton, but Ortiz able to get in the scoring position. And that's something I think right there, just kind of rolling the dice yeah. and seeing if you can, you know, if she gets thrown out, you in the frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, now she's in scoring position. Mm-hmm. And an update down in Jasper. Corgan is answered with three. It's oh, a wow. five to three game as they're continuing to bat in the bottom of the third. I- inning? Yes. Inning? Third. Third inning? 2-2. Two, two. Wow. Called strike on the outside corners. Dowden gets her second punch out of the game. But your Lady Dogs get a two-out single by Bailey Ortiz to make the score 2-1. to one. We're going to head to the top of the third here on the hill. Next play to Lady Dogs softball.
When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Soundtex, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound, video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Broadcasting the best in East Texas, Dieball, Central, Huntington, Hudson, and Central Heights. Next Play Sports, rise up. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I'm Brantley, joined by Jared Simmons on the Sir. call. All year, it's been a pleasure, man, calling these games together. Oh, yeah. Here we are, 2-1, to one, top of the third. The Lady Dogs answer with a two-out single by Bailey Ortiz. And the story of the night by both clubs is two-out hitting has been the key. As, as uh, excuse me, Krista Sauls with a inside the park two run homer down that left field line wow. to make it two to two to nothing. Lady Dogs answer two one, and here we are in the top of the third, two one game. And I think it's no surprise. It's just two well coached, well played teams. I think it's going to be back and forth this series and very competitive. Yeah, and like you said, this could have easily been a second round matchup, but it's just a card to draw sometimes uh, going into playoffs. So, but definitely going to be, I, I think, one of the better first-round series in the in the region to watch out for. Man, I think there's a lot of people that are interested in this matchup around and seeing how these clubs match up. And look like we're trying to maybe start a little Bulldog baseball new tradition out there over the center field fence. Yeah. Bulldog baseball hanging over, ringing the cowbell. So I like it. I like it, too. Hey. So here we are, back to action. Hope Heron, the second baseman, is going to lead off. Then Zazang, Kaylin Zazang on deck, the leadoff hitter, top of the order. So we talked about trying to the, the strategy with Zazang. You know, if you can keep the runners off base with her, uh, she can do a lot of damage at the plate. First pitch fouled away, making the count 0-1. I mean, new traditions definitely uh, – Always come around towards the start of the playoffs, trying to trying to get something new going on, yeah, and I man. definitely like what I'm seeing out there yeah, in center field you, with you the know, baseball in softball, team. It's crazy, of course. Mm-hmm. Cowbells, sombrero hats. Oh yeah, you know, marachas, of course, drumsticks. It's you see everything mm-hmm. in this sport. That is so true. De- it definitely get they get to show the character. I guess that, that's what you're looking for. But uh, got an 0-1 count now. It's gonna miss upstairs, making it one and one. And like you touched on, you know, we cover baseball as mm-hmm. well, and. It's just two totally different uh, oh. concepts. You know, baseball is, you know, 30 minutes away on the bus, they're getting their game face on, and, and yep. they keep it the whole time. Softball, it's loose, it's fun, it's oh, energetic. Yeah, for sure. A lot of fun to cover, too. Uh-huh. 1-1 pitch from Windsor. Upstairs makes it 2-1. and one. 
here on the second baseman, Hope Heron. And these uh, these Kirbyville hitters uh, not chasing that rice ball that uh, when Windsor's going going at it with them right now. Yeah, showing a lot of patience mm-hmm. at the plate here. Is, I think Hope Heron just trying to do her job, be a good leadoff hitter, try to flip this order over. 2-1, fouled straight back, make them count two apiece. I've always wanted to do a, a broadcast from center field. I don't think it quite worked here, though. I don't <laughs> think it would work. We'd have to be elevated pretty good. Pretty good. Fences we'll are actually kind of high. next play booth out there. Who hey, knows what's in the You works. never know. You never know. 2-2 two, two pitch on its way. Called third strike. And just like that, Lexi Winder has her sixth. Half-pin punch out of the way. And just like Jared Simmons said, three yeah. away from 300. As we're going to flip over to the top of the order to Kaylin Zizang, who was a strikeout victim swinging mm-hmm. back in the first. Now, you know better than I do, but did Lexi hit that 300 mark last year as well? or No, did no. not, did not. So, so this will be our first one? Yeah, be first one. You know, I think she was pretty close, but mm-hmm. didn't hit it. Mm-hmm. So Kaylin Zizang, offensive juggernaut for this Kirbyville team, trying to get a one-out rally here. Mm-hmm. Slap her down that third baseline, and she's going to round and go towards two and will make it standing up as she hits the ball the other way for a one-out double. And that's exactly why you want to keep those bases clear whenever Zijing's going up the bat. She, she, she can do that just about any time that she wants to. Just just slap that down that third baseline, just got by Weathers, and it's an easy stand-up double for her. Yeah, I think that's – I couldn't agree with you more. That's that's a story we're going to have to watch mm-hmm. throughout this series sure. is – you know the bats that she gets. I don't know if you can you can hold her mm-hmm. back. She's going to get her hit. She's yeah. that quality of a hitter. But like you said, you want to limit the damage. Try to keep those base runners off the pass. But with her speed right there, you know there's a lot of things that a Kirbyville can do here with one out. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring Brianna Williams, who struck out swinging back in the first. And another thing to mention on both sides yeah. is now we're going through the order the second, a second, second time, time. Yes. and uh, you can see those adjustments. They've got to look at at both pitchers. We'll see what happens on both sides. Mm-hmm. Swung on, popped up. Morehouse going over his weathers. Morehouse there makes the play and heads up. Turn around. Zizang was ready to tag but couldn't attempt. So a big one-out pop-up. There we go. They're in foul territory by Morehouse. That's going to bring up Larissa Jones, a third baseman. Struck out swinging first attempt. But like, like you said, second time going around in the lineup, you've, you've got to see Windsor once. You think any changes in the circle are going to go on, or do you think um, she's going to stay with with what worked during that uh, first round? You know, I think right here they're they're trying to limit the rise ball, whether they go up there and be a little bit more patient or they just sit on one particular pitch. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Brianna Williams did. She went up there and sat on a pitch. She got it, mm-hmm. just didn't square it up. Mm-hmm. Swung on and missed on the rise ball. Is Jones making a count 0 and 1? And the thing here with two down, if you're an infielder for these lady dogs, you got to just knock the ball down. If it reaches that outfield grass, Zizang's speed, yep. she's scoring mm-hmm. easily. So 0 1 count here on the third baseman, Larissa Jones. A couple defensive plays for Kirbyville. 0 1 misses upstairs. So a 1-1 count here on Larissa Jones. So on deck is Destiny Rutherford. 
I'm looking. I'm looking at, at this outfield bar right now, just with all the history that this Lady Dog softball team has. Looking to add a, a little bit more memorabilia to that wall this uh, this playoff season, I believe. Yeah, there's a one-one swung on a miss, makes it one of two, and like you said, Jared, all the all the trophies, all the signage of the playoffs on that outfield fence, and this 2019 club wants to add to that and extend their playoff drive, and mm-hmm. you know it's got a good matchup here against this Kirbyville club, so they're going to earn every bit of it if they're if they're able to to advance. Mm-hmm. One-two pitch from Windsor on its way, and it's going to hit. Larissa Jones inside. So that's going to put runners now at first and second. And that's going to bring up Destiny Rutherford, center fielder who struck out swinging back in the second. On deck is Scowler Rutherford. Second walk of the game, I believe, for Winter, correct? It is. She's had one and then one hit batter. So two walks. I think here's a spot like we touched on, two out hitting, yeah. situational hitting. They got runners in scoring position. Two down, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a big opportunity for Kirbyville here with Destiny Rutherford. Mm-hmm. Swung on, fouled away, and we touched on those adjustments, and one thing I'm seeing right here in the second time of the lineup is these Kirbyville hitters let you get a look at this next time when she gets in the box, but they are, when I say on top of the plate, on top of the plate. Yeah. I think they're going to make sure that the, the ball away, they're going to be able to square up as well. Oh, yeah, def- definitely getting to ride that line on the, like, closest to the plate. But got to make sure that the feet do stay in here before you make contact with it, or, or it's an out, I believe. Is that right? That's right. A one pitch on its way. Called strike. Makes count of 0-2 here on Rutherford. But even with these Coverville hitters playing on the inside part of the box, Lexi can't be scared to work that inside part of the box. Well, I think well. that's what you saw with Jones getting hit. If she, if she wanted to come in on her, just, just missed her spot. So ahead of the count now, 0-2. I look for a rise ball. Mm-hmm. You know, almost neck high here. Yeah. 0-2 on its way from Windsor. She actually goes downstairs, fouled away, making it still 0-2 count. Mm-hmm. Had a nice crowd here for this uh, first game. Man, 6 o'clock start, and it looks like everybody kind of got off work and made their way out here. And Kirbyville kind of slowly pouring in as they, they're starting to fill up their side as yep. well. All in their red playoff shirts. Mm-hmm. I need to get me a playoff shirt. No, it's kind of bad that I didn't, but I need to get one. I need to get one. 0-2 pitch from Windsor to Rutherford. Lifted towards left. It's going back, back, and back. It's going to one-hop the fence. Harris is going to get it in, but two runs are going to score on a stand-up double. They're going to throw behind at second and get Rutherford as she took just one extra step. But the damage is done on a two-out, two-run double by Destiny Rutherford. We're going to head to the, or excuse me, we're going to stay live here. Are we going to go on the next, after this frame? Uh, After, Okay, so we're, excuse me, we're going to take a break. We'll be back here in the bottom of the third. I'm traveling a lot. Always have a craving for Whataburger. I had to make a connection in Houston. I had about an hour. Whataburger just opened at Terminal B. Boom, I need to have a patty melt. The creamy pepper sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, breads toasted. Grabbed my patty melt, started rushing it back. By the time I got there, the lady was just closing the door. She sees my bag. She goes, sorry, but if you give me a water burger, I'll let you on the plane. And I told her, let's get on to the next flight. And I was late for work, but it was worth every bite. <laughs> I don't think anything tops a patty melt at water burger. 
Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that'll help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. We're live on the hill. Lady Dog softball facing off against Kirbyville. And Kirbyville with another two-out hit. Double over the left fielder Harris's head. One hop the wall for two runs. Now they're up 4-1 to one as we head to the bottom of the third. Leading it off will be Kendall Smith, followed by Janae Robinson and K.K. Harris. It's, uh, so what I'm, I'm going back to the hunting. Kirbyville is playing like Central did against Hudson. They're getting those timely hits whenever they need it. Not that, not necessarily like the defense is playing bad. It's just replacing it just to where they can't get to the ball. And situational hitting, yep. two-out hitting mm-hmm. is key. First pitch fouled away by Smith. It's going to make its way out of play. And after this frame, we will be joined live by Bulldog baseball coach Trey Neighbors. They're going to begin their playoff run next Thursday down in Buna. And then they'll be here in action on the hill on the next Friday. Possibility of two games. So make sure you come pack the hill again next week. Are they done with district? They well, are. Finished they up on Tuesday night. That was Close over. it out at Newton with a win. Oh, one pitch called strike wow. on the inside corner. That's going to make it 0-2. Who's that? Dawson in the circle. Okay. And so, Tory Dowden trying to continue pounding that zone. Smith, a little popper to short. Zizang there. Going to make the play one away. Now that's going to bring up Janice Robinson, who grounded out to third. Her first plate appearance. And I think, uh, you know, one similarity between these two clubs is, is definitely the leadoff hitter, yeah, Robinson. Sure. You know, we all know about her. We're used to her. And you got Zizang for Kirbyville. I think kind of one of the, the gamemanship throughout the series is who can limit each one off yeah. the base pass because they can turn a single to a triple with, in two, two pitches. pitches. Exactly. And uh, Janae definitely got called out on a, a – on the ground, out to third in their first plate appearance. So they're try- just trying to get base here with one out first pitch. Tapper back yeah. to Dowden. She's going to field her position. Mm-hmm. And just like that, two outs mm-hmm. for out. Kirbyville. I've been very impressed, not with uh, Dowden just uh, pitching-wise, but she's a decently good f- uh, fielder in that circle as well for the uh, Lady Cats. Man, just like you said, she you know she's only fielded maybe two balls cleanly, yeah. but has been enough athletic out mm-hmm. there showing some range to knock the ball down mm-hmm. and then the great awareness to pick it up and still make a play, not yeah. be rushed. You know, a lot of kids would be rushed, throw that ball away down at right field line, and she's kind of showing that experience yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So that's going to bring up the left fielder, K.K. Harris, who flew out to center her first plate appearance. Swung on and miss on a rise ball, making it 0-1. On deck is Presley Turney. You know, and these lady dogs, they like to, when they're going good, they've got Robinson Harris on the base pass with Turney and Windsor yeah. in the box. And, and right now that's not happening. That's definitely something that uh, Coach Costum Coach Cossum mentioned in that pregame show. So uh, top, this top uh, one through four hitters, 
need to get on base for this team to be successful. Absolutely, and the 0-1 pitch called strike on the corner. So now Dowden a pitch away from ending this third frame. KK Harris just trying to find a way to get on base down in the count 0-2. Mm -hmm. There's Dowden with the delivery. Lifted into center field. There is Rutherford, and she makes the play. And just like that, it's three up, three down for the Lady Dogs as we are going to stay here, and we're going to be joined by Bulldog coach Trey Neighbors here shortly. But and just want to touch on as we're going into that fourth inning, just like all season, brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising materials. Where they do it all, go see Chris and the guys, T-shirts, banners, decals, man, anything those guys can do. And it uh, looks like walking up here shortly is going to be Coach Trey Neighbors. We'll get him on as we're in that fourth frame. And Coach, man, hey, looks like, uh, you know, you're in practice gear. Looks like you, you just finished a hard practice. And now we will say this, this time of year, it's a good thing to still be practicing. Oh, yeah, it, it's always a good thing to be practicing this time of year. Uh, we're excited about the playoffs. We're excited about our matchup. And, you know, it gets you really excited being out here at the girls' playoff game. Absolutely. And speaking of, you're kind of getting, like you're saying, taking advantage of this atmosphere here on the hill and let's touch in you're going to start your matchup against Buna going to go down there on Thursday for the game one but then you're going to be right back here on the hill on Friday and if game would follow Friday night so you've got an opportunity I know you'd like to play two but if it goes to a game three you've got two of them here on the hill at home and kind of talk about what you're expecting I know you, you played Buna last year I know we graduated some kids they lost some kids but what are you kind of looking at for a matchup here you know they, they, they put the ball in play very well uh, it's going to be, it could go either which way. I mean, it could be a low defensive game. Uh, we could have some high scoring offensive games as well. Uh, they bring back one of their power bats and another guy that we struggled to get out last year. So uh, we're really concentrating on that. And uh, we, we worked hard on it today in practice. And, you know, we fully expect uh, to go out and take care of business. And, we're going to be well prepared. Oh, that's, there's no doubt about that. And what we'll do, Coach, is we're right into action, kind of in between pitches. We'll kind of pick up, get some tidbits on next week's playoff action. But right here, Skyler Rutherford's going to step in the box. She flew out to center back in that second frame. And the story on the night right now is two out hitting by Kirbyville. As all four runs have come with two outs as they lead 4-1 to one here in the fourth. First pitch, tapper to second. Smith is going to backhand. It goes under her glove, makes its way into center field. That's going to be a leadoff single for Skyler Rutherford, and that's going to bring now Emily Stark to the plate who walked back in the second. And, Coach, like you touched on the Buna Club, it's some of the strengths and weaknesses. And one thing, you know, I've, I've been going back and forth, softball, baseball, covering both sports, but, you know, one thing that jumps out to your club is if you got some pitching depth, you got some arms, it it's, comes big this time of the series. And, and kind of talk about some guys that you think can contribute in a series. You know, we've had some guys step up the past couple of weeks that we, we really felt would, would help us out going along. Bryce Case has thrown four or five innings in the past week. And really good. Uh, he's had six, six strikeouts, I think, in three innings of work. Uh, Kate Graves has looked great the past two weeks, closing and starting the game. Uh, you know, those are arms that we're going to need moving forward. Absolutely. I mean, everybody's aware of the pitch count, and kind of coaches got to shuffle in a little bit of different strategy. And when you go three, you know, all of a sudden, if you just if you've got a guy that can pitch and not a thrower, it's a, it's an advantage for sure at this level. We're back to action one one count here on start, and I know you guys closed up district action on Tuesday. You got a good win, swung the bats well down in Newton, and you know, it's just kind of some momentum that you can take into postseason. It is for sure. Uh, 
you know, we went down there. We didn't play two, two of our guys, Cade and Logan. Uh, but just like all year long, uh, moved guys around, guys stepped up. And we've got a, oh, almost a play down at first. Ball's dropped to the throw behind on the fake bunt. So one-two count here on start. And, you know, that's what we feel, feel, feel about our team. You know, if, if we move people around, everybody's going to step up, and that's just kind of the mentality that we have. Yeah, and we're going to touch in the playoff matchup here shortly. So one-two count here on Emily Stark, the DP for these Lady Wildcats. Ones are towing that rubber. Skylar Rutherford down there with that leadoff single. One-two pitch on its way. Just misses, makes it 2-2. And one thing that we touched on in the pregame that's going to be in the same on the baseball circle is with realignment is different matchups in the first round. And you want to talk about softball, baseball, there's there's no easy matchup one through four for either club. No, there's really not. <laughs> I mean, one through four, both districts are tough. 2-2 swung on a miss. Lexi Windsor with another punch out. That's going to be number seven on the night. She's two away from the magic number 300. So that's going to bring up now Krista Sauce, who had the inside the park home run down the left field line back in the second. But like you touched on, we're here covering Kirbyville. They won their district. We are well aware of their accolades, and they've had a great season down there on the baseball diamond. And uh, they're going to put up a tough matchup. I believe they drew Woodville. Is that correct? That is correct. You know, Woodville could give them some fits. Woodville can really swing it. They're going to they're going to force them to make some plays. Uh, if Woodville's pitching holds up and their defense holds up, that's going to be a good series. And I think that's kind of what we're looking at in the softball world. Is it's going to be some good matchups. Here's a bun. It's going to go towards second. Smith's going to flip to first. What a play! Make the play there. Good looking defensive play there by Kendall Smith. That's that was a great play. Now that's but advancing down to second is Skylar Rutherford. So now here we are again. The story of the night for this Kirbyville team is two out hitting, and they've got a runner on scoring position at second with Katie Jacks. Struck out looking her first plate appearance, but a chance to pick up a run here. Coach, I don't have to tell you you're you're well familiar in the baseball world. Two out hitting, you know the old saying, two out hitting gets you to heaven. That's you know exactly that's right. that's what Kirbyville's doing right here. They're living living right. First pitch swung on and miss on Jax. So Windsor now 0-1 count here on Katie Jax. We'll update you down in Jasper here shortly as Orangefield and Corgan in a one-game playoff. 0-1 on its way. Rise ball just misses, makes it one and one, and just to update you, Orangefield five, Corrigan three in the bottom of the fifth. So just like we we said at the beginning in pregame, it's going to be competitive one through four all the way, and a good matchup there, and just a one-game playoff. And that's what you want to see in the playoffs. You, you, you want to go out and you want to be tested, and you want to see how your kids persevere through that. Just like that one-one pitch paints the corner, making one and two, so Lexi Windsor. One pitch away from a strikeout to Katie Jacks. And, man, I'm kind of digging this Bulldog baseball vibe. They maybe starting a new tradition hanging over the center field fence. Hey, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> One-two pitch on its way. Fouled away. Good job by Katie Jacks staying alive. One of the big deals is the girls have been there for us all year. After their games have finished, they've come over and supported us. And, you know, we wanted to get as many guys as we could out here tonight. And, you know, they're showing up, and they're going to support them. That's a big deal. And I know, you know, I walked over. It's 2-2, big game down in Woodville. And 
and they start doing the softball chants in the stands, and the next thing you know, y'all put up a five spot. We love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Grab the lead. <laughs> yeah, I would bet. <laughs> so we're back to action. Windsor looking into Morehouse for that sign. Looks like she likes what she's got. Toes that rubber. Windsor with the wine. Swung on and missed, and that's going to end this threat as they leave a runner on that on scoring position. We're going to head to the bottom of the fourth, 4-1 Kirbyville. And, Coach, man, just appreciate you taking the time, and we will be ready to have you next Thursday. So good luck to you. With that, we will take a break and be right back to action here on the Hill. At SoundTex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the SoundTex family today. SoundTex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. Purchase semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck, and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. And welcome back here to Next Play 2 as we're with Lady Dog Softball. And just like all inning, this fourth inning brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising materials where they do it all. And here leading it off will be the shortstop, Presley Turner. He got aboard via an era and got picked off on a rundown play to end the frame. On deck is Windsor, followed by Morehouse. And I believe uh, Kirbyville, their last district game, it was – Against Coach Hopper back yep. to Dowden, and man, that's a story right there defensively. She fills her position well. Yeah, one away. But like I was saying, uh, Kirbyville coming off uh, a tough loss it's against Coots in their last game it's against it's District, and definitely uh, more of a redemption game here to start off. Yeah, playoffs I think you know it's kind of one of those things that they, they thought they would get going, they never really did, and all of a sudden the game's over and you lose two to one. Yeah. Now the downside that for the Lady Dogs is it woke them up. Yeah. You know, and they came into the playoffs going, hey, if we have a letdown. This is what can happen. Exactly. And uh, I think getting off the bus, they're ready to play, you can tell. And here they are leading 4-1. to one. Mm -hmm. So Lexi Windsor in that box. Swung on, hit down that left field line. Ooh. It's going to make its way out of play, making it 0-1. Had the distance, but just a, just a tad bit fell. And right now, defensively, there's been 10 outs recorded. And mm -hmm. Dowden has had three of them on the, on the rubber, mm -hmm. fielding her position. Mm -hmm. So showing her athleticism for mm -hmm. sure. Still plenty of time here to yeah, come back in this Halfway one. through the game. 3-1 mm -hmm. is popped up. It's going to be the center. Mm -hmm. Rutherford there, camped under. Makes the play. Two away here on the Lady Dogs. And that's going to bring up Madison Morehouse, who walked, came around and scored on that two-out single by Ortiz. And right now, Jared, the yeah. Lady Dogs just have one hit. Yeah, just that one hit. Definitely not what we saw in that last game. Uh, against Hudson, but uh, but you know, and you have to string some hits together. You have to get those timely hits, and uh, it's not like we're not having opportunities for runs Lost to come across. Towards right, here comes our outfitter coming in, and a nice play there. Catch there by 
Saul's good looking play as she comes in and makes a basket run and catch to wow. end the frame. And we're going to head to the top of the fifth, and it's a 4 1 Kirbyville lead. We'll be back with Lady Dog Softball on next play two. Open a Southside Bank Prime checking account with all the great benefits of banking with a hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage check card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, member FDIC. here to next play two as we're live with Lady Dog Softball. Yes, Top of the fifth and Jared, man, we, we meant to turn the headset inside out. Our, our hat we got to get out. something get, going you know, here. A little rally going of some kind, but give credit to Kirbyville. Yeah. Big two out hitting is the two run inside the park homer by Krista Sauls and then the two out double by Destiny Rutherford. There's all the runs accounted for. I, I, I'll take the loss. On, I, I blame this start. On, I'm not set up in the same spot that I usually am. I think that's hey, what it is. Hey, you're saying broadcasters are superstitious. I mean, like we kind of are. Yeah. We kind of are. But, you know. So here we I, are back to action. Mm -hmm. Hope Herring leading off. Struck out looking mm -hmm. first plate appearance. Swung on a miss. Makes count 0-1. And we are one strikeout away yeah. from 300 for Lexi Windsor. <laughs> yeah. And the thing for Lexi is, Having that 300 shotguns is definitely a great milestone, but if it doesn't come in a win, I'm not sure how much it would mean to it. The Kirbyville fans out there listening, mm -hmm. you know, that's the, hey, go ahead and get it. As long as we get the dub, yeah. we're good. Yep. Called strike, makes it count 0-2. But uh, Lexi started off this uh, started off the game very well, starting off with those three straight strikeouts, and uh, it's been kind of a struggle since that first inning as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're kind of making the adjustment, putting the ball in play, being patient at the plate. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just a sign of a good team. They yeah. came in 23-8. and eight, So, I mean, they're a good ball club. 0-2 pitch on its way. Misses upstairs. You see how she's holding that bat, like, just kind of behind it? <laughs> how often do you get to see that? Like, I haven't seen that much. Yeah, I think right now, Karen just trying to work on her timing, trying mm -hmm. to make a short, contact, compact swing mm -hmm. here. Because, like you said, kind of squaring that bat around yeah. early. Mm-hmm. So Windsor looking in, 1-2 pitch on its way to Herring. Swung on a miss, and, and right there is number 300 there we go. on the season. So got to love that for Lexi Windsor. Give her credit. She's had an outstanding season. A couple different catchers she's had to work yeah. with, but 
give her credit, and that's a big accomplishment by the junior to get number 300 mm-hmm. on the season. But, hey, now you're right back to action with Kaylin Zizang, mm-hmm. who struck out swinging but had that one-out double back in the third, come around and scored on the Rutherford double. Mm-hmm. And I think the key, though, here early, like we touched on, Zizang, every plate appearance, nobody on base. Yes. You want to continue that trend if you're the Lady Dogs. Mm-hmm. Call strike as Zizang kind of showed bunt, pulled it back. And like you said earlier in, in the pregame, that uh, Kobeville, they like to show that bunt. Haven't only shown it here about two or three plate appearances in this game so far. Yeah, just I think it's just they've not had many opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the hitting has been with two outs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if they get runners on yeah. early, I think they'll go to that. But mm-hmm. they just hadn't had opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's 0-1 is fouled straight back. Is the phone good? We got a phone knocked down, so I think we've recovered. Hopefully yeah. she's good. I think it's fine. I don't <laughs> see no cracks. We're all good. We've got an 0-2 count now. Kaylin's eyes ain't. Mm-hmm. Towing, that ru- towing that box, getting in, digging in. On deck is Brianna Williams. Mm-hmm. Windsor with the wine. Call hey, strike. Hey. Nice looking pitch by Lexi Windsor. As it really wasn't a whole lot Zizane could do with that yeah. pitch. It was right on the outside corner. Mm-hmm. Bring up now Brianna Williams, who mm-hmm. on the night struck out swinging and popped up in foul territory to the catcher. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been very impressed. The ump zone has been very consistent in this one. It's not uh, being hasn't strayed out too much at all. It's been no, very consistent. No, I think, so. I think so on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a different two styles of pitching. Yeah. Windsor's a kind of a power pitcher. Mm-hmm. Pitch is going to be popped up foul territory. Here comes Morehouse. She calls and there makes go. the play. And just like that, we're going to end the frame. In the top half of the fifth, the Kirbyville goes scoreless. We're going to head to the bottom of the fifth, but still 4-1 Kirbyville. We'll be right back with Lady Dog Softball on next play, too. Son, back in my day, I would hit home runs so far that the balls were never found. Really, Dad? In fact, when I didn't hit a home run, I would steal a base before you could blink your eyes. Really? And occasionally I would pitch, but when I did, it's like the batters never saw it coming. Dad, are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Today at Whataburger, we're cooking the sweet and spicy bacon burger. And now it's an all-time favorite. You can't beat it. It's hot, it's fresh, and I love this burger. It's just perfect. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is my all-time favorite. Two beef patties, two different types of cheese, caramelized onions. My favorite thing about this burger is the sweet and spicy pepper sauce and the bacon. (laughs) You asked for it, and it's back. The sweet and spicy bacon burger is now an all-time favorite at Whataburger. That's happiness. Broadcasting the best in East Texas, Dieball, Central, Huntington, Hudson, and Central Heights. Next Play Sports, rise up. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I'm Brantley, joined with Jared Simmons on the call. And we are in the bottom of the fifth, 4-1 Kirbyville. That's going to have Sabrina Weathers, Bailey Ortiz, and Dakota Helton coming up here in this fifth frame. Lady Dogs only with one hit on the night from Ortiz. So only three base runners yeah. for the Lady Dogs. So give credit to 
Tori Dowden in the circle. She's done her job. Only two punch outs, but she's pounding that zone, letting her defense work for her. First pitch ball, one upstairs. And she hasn't had to throw many pitches in the circle. These uh, league dog hitters just trying to get a, trying to get hits early in the count, just trying to, but not really going into too many deep counts in this one so far. 1-0 pitch. Weathers pops it up to third. There's Jones. Yep. And just like that, two pitches, one out. Yep. That's going to bring up now the senior first baseman, Bailey Ortiz, who has the only Lady Dog hit. Two-out RBI single back in the second. It's got to be a little bit more patient on that one. Not a good pitch, not a not a great pitch to go out there for Weathers on that one. Uh, try to, maybe he's just trying to foul that one off, but you got to get in those deeper counts because Dotson, I don't think, has had a 3-2 count since that first inning and definitely want to uh, get some more pitches in for it. Yeah, and I think right now, I mean, there, uh, you know, we touched on her velocity yeah. a little bit down compared to some of the pitchers in 21-3-0, but you know she's doing the job out there. Ortiz pops up the first pitch out of play, making a count 0-1. Mm-hmm. And like you touched on, only one walk on the night for Dowden. Mm-hmm. So on deck is Dakota Helton. So 0-1 count here on the first baseman, Ortiz. Central fans again looking for something to look, looking for something to cheer about. But on the other hand, these Kirbyville fans, they, they've they've had a lot to cheer for in this one as they're up four to one here in the bottom half of the fifth against your Central. Yeah, they're feeling confident yeah. as they should. Mm-hmm. Well played game. Mm-hmm. Update you down in Jasper, Orangefield six, Corrigan three. Is they're going to start the bottom of the six down there in Jasper? Just a one, one game playoff there, right? One game playoff. One one call to strike on the inside corner to Ortiz. So. Got two on her now. Wouldn't happen to have any updates uh, from the Hudson game, would you? By any chance? Yeah, we will. We will fire away. Fire Technology away. Technology is our friend. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So one-two count here on Ortiz. One away here in the fifth. Dowden in that circle, looking into Williams. Gets what she likes. Taking upstairs, make it two apiece. You know what I just remembered, Brent? It's draft day. Hey, it is. Eh? It is draft we day. We need an update on Twitter on that. Yeah, we do. Need some friends to be sending us some texts. I, that is very. Okay, who do you think went first? Who do you think went first? I guess it's Kyler Murray. I'm going Murray? with him. Okay. I mean, that's a solid first pick there. 2 2 is fouled. Straight back. Huh. <laughs> Glad that pulls there. Yeah, that's right. So 2-2 count here on the first baseman. Mm -hmm. But, again, we love to hear from you all, so make sure to hit us up across all of of our social media feeds uh, at Next Play Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Taco Cross are real fresh, real food, real good. 2-2 upstairs, so good at bat here by the senior. Makes it full. And, Jared, man, to give you an update, I think Chris is having all the fun over on Next Play 1. He is. 11-0 Hudson Lady Hornets. So, uh, you know, maybe the Lady Dog victory over there maybe woke them up a little bit. I, I think it did. come out swinging, and they, they're in the bottom of the fifth fixing to try to close the victory out in game one. That's a that's a very good first game there for Hudson. Uh, these Lady Three, Dogs woke pitch. them up. Yep. Fouled away. Great at bat here by the senior, Bailey Ortiz. And uh, they, the swarms are coming from the Lady Hornets in this one. Uh, 11 to nothing they're leading against. Uh, the Lady Mustangs over there on the turf fields of Hudson. Game two going to be uh, live tomorrow on Next Play 1, I believe. 
a 6 o'clock start again over there, correct? Down in Madisonville. Yes. More turf fields. That's right. Mm-hmm. So back to action. Ortiz in that box. 3-2 count from Dowden. Swung on, popped up. It's going to be playable in foul territory. Williams there. She squeezes it. And just like that, there's two away. Ortiz, great at bat, just fouled out there on the 3-2 pitch. And the thing I do like there from Ortiz in that a bit, like you said, it's a, it's a deep count. She's been one of the two hitters in uh, this game so far that have had that third deep count, and that's her second one uh, of the game. So just she's been had a very good uh, approach at the plate or not. We're looking to see if Helton can do the same here in this one with two absolutely. outs. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now Helton in that box with two down, trying to get a little spark, a little rally. So just uh, – Three base runners in this game for Central? Is that correct? Three base runners on the night, one hit. And just starting down in Woodville, Mm -hmm. top of the second, die ball in Koontz in a scoreless game Mm -hmm. in the top of the second. That is a series, so Mm -hmm. game one of that series. And then playing in Woodville, is that correct? That is, down in Woodville. So Helton in that box, Mm -hmm. looking to make something happen here. Fouled away, make count one apiece. I feel like they tightened up the netting here. I feel I feel like it, they tightened it up. I don't know. I just I could be wrong, but I just feel like that's what happened uh, throughout <laughs> the. It seems to have a little bit more tension on it, so the balls like actually don't get through the net because we we, we have we had were that in pretty bad shape early in the year. Yeah, I, they got it taken care of. That's all we're gonna say though. You know, and I, I have the face for radio. I need I need to oh. keep what I got. Same here, man. <laughs> Same here. One one pitch on his way to Helton. Misses downstairs, makes it two and one. Mm. So Helton trying to get a little two-out rally going here. Yeah. When's the last time we had a home loss here? Was, wasn't it against that Corgan game? I believe you're right. Two-one misses upstairs, so Dakota Helton ahead of the count, three-one. Trying to get... Trying to get on base here at Selton to bring up that non-hole hitter with Kendall Smith to uh, the second leadoff. That's what I like to call that ninth spot. And uh, Kendall Smith does a very good job uh, at that. Tapper back to down. that goes under a glove. There's Heron. Flip over to first. Is uh, in time. Uh, Great looking play by the second baseman. That's going to end the frame. We're going to head to the top of the six. Mm-hmm. And just like that, Kirbyville still ahead 4-2-1. Lady Dog Softball. semi-truck parts at Kelly's Truck Parts so you can get back on the road. We have a wide variety of parts for any truck and you'll find exactly what you need with the help of our friendly staff. 
Kelly's Truck Parts has been in the family for 26 years with three generations currently working in the business. We care a lot about the community around us, and that's why we supply semi-truck parts and accessories to truckers all over Nacogdoches, Texas, including everyone in a 30-mile radius. Kelly's Truck Parts, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. I'm Brantley, joined by Jared Simmons. Yes, sir. On the call, we're in the top of the six, 4-1 Kirbyville. This two-out hitting has been the story of the night. Kirbyville, two-run inside the parker back in the second and then followed it up with a two-out, two-run double in the third for all four of their runs. And leading it off will be Larissa Jones, who struck out swinging and was hit by a pitcher last at bat. Mm-hmm. Came around and scored on that double by Rutherford back in the third. Uh, I, I keep on going back to that uh, that Corrigan uh, district opening. It still has a very similar feel to it. Lady Dogs had a very slow start. We got the two out runs going for Kirbyville. And in that sixth inning, I believe that's when the bats started going around for the Lady Dogs. Yeah, they were down 5 nothing mm-hmm. heading into the sixth mm-hmm. and scratched across three and then answered with two in the seventh. Mm-hmm. So. It's kind of got that same vibe, that, mm-hmm. and it's a game you can go back to for sure for confidence. That's foul. Jones just crosses it down the left field line. Foul. And down in the count now, 0-2. Definitely, on deck is Rutherford. Definitely a count you don't want to be in with when they're in the circle. But I believe uh, who is this at the bat for Larissa uh, Jones, third yeah, base. Yeah, I believe she did. She got pegged on the 0-2 pitch, or was it a 1-2 pitch there last a time? 1-2 pitch. 1-2. Got an 0-2 count now. Infield playing straight away. Nobody out here in the top half of the six. Scriberville leads 4-1 over your Lady Dogs here on next play two. 0-2 misses upstairs. Makes count 1-2 and two on Larissa Jones. But Coach Hall going out to take a visit uh, with your pitcher here. Uh, Lexi Winter just trying to sign change or just trying to Trying to calm her down here a little bit. I think right now just trying to find what she's comfortable with, you know. And, you know, she want to stick to the rise ball, kind of go to the, go to spinning, put the ball away. Just mm-hmm. trying to get comfortable. As, these Kirbyville hitters have been patient all night. Mm-hmm. And I think they're kind of trying to just discuss and clarify kind of some of the zone right here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I'm not sure how often it would happen here. I know they do it at the professional level just a little bit more, but how often do signs get changed here at the high school level from dugout to the pitchers and all that? You know, it's it's very common, especially, you know, when you get two well-coached teams and, you know, players that are accustomed. But, you know, it's just part of the gamemanship mm-hmm. to try to get those signs. It's an advantage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's kind of real common to flip them. Yeah. You know, either during the game or from game one to ga- game two, just you want to give different looks, keep them guessing. Mm-hmm. You know, on the other side of that chalk. Mm-hmm. And they're down in the top of the seventh, down in Jasper, and it's 6-3 Orangefield on top of Corrigan right now. Mm-hmm. So one game playoff down there. Uh, Orangefield team's a, a team to definitely watch out for in the region, I believe, correct? Man, it's just a, a stout district, and mm-hmm. and there's a 1-2 pitch swung on a miss for a, another Pat Penn punch out. Now that's going to bring up Destiny Rutherford, who's one for two with a two-run double. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's just, a, I think, 21-3A, and then the district with Kirbyville, mm-hmm. Buna, Orangefield, and Coons, it's it's mm-hmm. just a tough competitive district. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see that in these matchups, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, 6-3 game yeah. down there, 4-1 game here. 
It's, it's pretty competitive, very true. So Destiny Rutherford, the center fielder, mm -hmm. stepping in. Ten strikeouts for Windsor, correct? You're right. Hey, look at me go. I'm good at Double this. digits. First pitch on its way to Rutherford. Lifted in the left. Harris going to take a couple steps towards that line, drifting over. Squeezes it. Nice play there by the freshman out there in left field. Now that's going to bring up Schuyler Rutherford, who has flown out to center and singled mm -hmm. back in the fourth. So on the night, Kirbyville with four hits. Lady Dogs with just one. Mm -hmm. First baseman, yeah, it, this is definitely not what we saw in that last game uh, against Hudson from these uh, Lady Dogs. The bats haven't quite been – not much solid contact either. It's just uh, slow uh, ground balls back to the pitcher or even going out uh, to third. Not, not not very good contact here in this one so far. No, and I think it's an adjustment with the velocity and down mm -hmm. velocities down. Mm -hmm. But uh, – I mean, give her credit. Yeah, she's, she's doing, doing a great job. Phenomenal job. She's pounding the zone, letting her defense work for her. So she's done the job, mm -hmm. you know, in the circle. Mm -hmm. But it's an adjustment for the Lady Dogs, mm -hmm. and, and they're going to see her the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. So and that ball slapped down that left field line. It's going to kick fouls for a 0-1 count. And, Jared, yeah. what's the over-under? What's your pick on uh, the first pick of the NFL draft? Who were you going with? Oh, just came in. Just came in. Okay. So, I'm mm, I want to say Nick Bosa, actually, uh, at the number one. I don't one. know if you could go wrong there, but it's going to be Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Okay, so Arizona has some uh, uh, choices to make uh, here. Now, Cliff Kingsbury could never get him to Texas Tech, and he, he finally recruits him at the NFL level, getting oh, yeah. coaching there. So, it'd be an interesting offense there. You know, you've got him, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. Uh, mm -hmm. That's some weapons. Yeah, very true. Oh, oh, nice going to be there. slapped right up the middle. Hard hits, two-out single by Skyler Rutherford. She's got two hits on the night. Good-looking left-handed hitter for Kirbyville. Speaking of good offenses in the NFL, over-under on, on how many – over-under seven wins for the Cleveland Browns. Hey, I'm going to go over. I'm, over. I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay, okay. I'm all in. You know, I, I'm in on them, I, you know. Hey, I think that can make some noise. That can make some noise. Super Bowl in two years. Super Bowl in two years. <laughs> heard it here first. Huh? Yeah, heard it here first on next play, too. Back to action. Emily yeah. Starting in the box. First pitch called strike. Get two down. Runner on first. Top of the six. 4-1 game. Kirbyville's in the lead. On deck is Krista Sauls. Sun's starting to set here. She's yeah. dealing with a little bit of the shadows here. Mm -hmm. A one pitch on its way, rise ball upstairs, misses. Mm -hmm. Even now one apiece. Here in the top half of the sixth inning, Kirbyville has a 4-1 to one lead of your Lady Dogs here on Next Play 2, broadcasting home of Central Athletics All Baseball and Softball. Season long of one month. Swung on, that's going to be popped up to deep left center field. Can Robinson make a play on it? Oh, KK Harris going to call her off, and that's going to be... Third out of the inning, so going into the bottom half of the sixth inning, Kirbyville has a four-to-win lead. I'm Jared Simmons, joined here with Brantley on the call. We'll be right back with you with Lady Dog Softball here on Next Play 2. 
Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. Broadcasting the best in East Texas, Dieball, Central, Huntington, Hudson, and Central Heights. Next Play Sports, rise up. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2. Bottom of the six, Lady Dogs down 4-1 against Kirbyville. Looks like Coach Acosta is going to go to the bench here, leading off this frame. Pinch hitting for Kendall Smith will be Lauren Palmer. And she's got the ability yep. in her. We've seen all season. Yes. Got some pop in the bat. You know, can get extra bases. So just looking for a spark here. I think offensively, yeah. Lady Dogs. We're sure. in six. Only one hit yeah. on the night. But Lady Dogs uh, trying to get a spark here from uh, Lauren Palmer. Just coming off the bench. Going to be followed by the one and two hitters, Janae Robinson and KK Harris. Uh, just trying to. Trying to get something going here in these. Uh, yeah, and I think off, I think offensively, you yeah. know, we talked in between innings just mm-hmm. there off air. This is the inning if the Lady you, Dogs are going to put something together. You got Palmer pinch hitting here, and then you flip the order over. And if you're going to make a run and get three to get back in this and tie, mm-hmm. this is a spot that it's got to happen in this part of the order. So, big spot for Dowden on the mound. She's looked spectacular yes. all night. Uh, she's no signs of, of any threat, mm-hmm. but. This would be a shutdown inning for her if they can continue their dominance defensively. It, your Lady Dogs can definitely get uh, three runs in an inning. They've, they've done it multiple times throughout the year. Uh, but Dotson in the, in the circle for Kerberville only given up one run. That was back in the second inning. Got in her groove early, and she's just been in a zone ever since then. Yeah, and she's uh, letting their defense work for only two punch outs, mm-hmm. but pounding that zone. And a 1-0 pitch swung on and missed, making it 1-1 here on Palmer. Mm-hmm. Like Jared touched on, Robinson on deck, followed by Harris. Stoughton has been dominant in that circle. One hit mm-hmm. given up, two punch outs, only one walk. Ooh. There's a strike there to make the count one and two. It's over the plate there. Uh, for Palmer, makes the count now one and two. Nobody out here in the bottom half of the six. Coverville leads four to one in this pivotal, pivotal inning here for Central in this yeah. bottom half. Dowden's just, just simply put a strike thrower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Here's the one-two pitch from Dowden. It's going to be fouled away, out of play to the right side by Palmer. Stays alive. Going to be followed by Janae Robinson. Going to flip that lineup to the one spot after this at bat for Palmer. Who's in for Kendall Smith, correct? That's correct. I think Smith will still go out defensively. Yeah, for just sure. Offensive spark trying to create here. Mm-hmm. And they've done this a little bit throughout yeah. district play, so nothing uncommon. Mm-hmm. One-two pitch to Palmer. Fister back to the mound, and there's Dowden filling her position. Threw it in on her hands. Popped it up weakly. And Dowden come in making the play. Just like that, one away here in the six. That's going to bring up Janae Robinson, who they've kept off the base pass. Grounded out to third. 
Grounded out to the pitcher, 0 for 2 on the night. KK Harris on deck. They're going to play Robinson, just like Jared touched on earlier in the night, straight up, mm-hmm. not playing the traditional shift that we've seen a lot in 21-3A. First pitch called strike. It's been a little bit for Robinson since she's actually had a base hit. She only reached base once against Hudson. That was uh, on a walk, so it's actually been a couple of games since Robinson had a base hit, but that was against Central Heights in that uh yeah, in their last game against Central Heights. So one swung on a foul away. Now down in the count, 0-2, and that's mm-hmm. something unusual for Lady Hawk yes, fans because she comes in tonight hitting above 600. Mm-hmm. So leading this club in batting average, mm-hmm. the junior center fielder. But now down in the count, 0-2 here with one out, trying to spark a rally for the Lady Dogs. Tapper to short. Zaytang feels cleanly. Throw over to first is to end oh. time. Close call there. Great defensive play by Kaylin Zaytang. It was a one hopper that she filled in on the short hop and threw over to first. She a junior? Or, or do you know? I, I want to say a sophomore, a sophomore, actually. Okay. Yeah. We'll confirm that we're going in the next game. But two away is going to bring up K.K. Harrison. We've got a final down in Jasper. The Orange Field is victorious over Corgan Cannon. Ending their season 6-3 in a one-game playoff. And, man, tough loss for Corgan. Yeah, for sure. Michael Scoggins done an unbelievable job. And, of course, Katie Burris in that circle and Molly Rayburn behind the plate. And, they're going to go down to UT Tyler and continue their career. Mm-hmm. Harris slaps one to left center. It's going to go back over the there left fielder. Jack's head. Harris turning on the wheel. She's going to look up to Acosta. She's going to third. Zazlane's throw is going to be yes, she can. Nice two-out triple there for KK. Harris showing her excitement Man, over there. I love it. I love it. Some emotion finally out of these Lady Dogs as Harris gets the second hit of the night. This is definitely a, an opportunity here for Bursley Turney to bring – uh, not going to tie the game with one swing here or anything, but definitely just just trying to get runs at this yeah, point. Yeah, like you said, we should, they just want to chip away. Exactly. You know, exactly. They, they can be a swing or two away from tying it. That's the position they're in. And, you know, Dowden now with a runner on third. Yeah. A little bit of traffic. Let's yeah, see how sure. she, she operates. But, you know, if you're Kirbyville, hey, it's, there's two outs. Yeah. You know, it, right now nothing's hurt. It's a two-out hit. They're a pitch away from getting out of it. But if Turney's able to reach it, that would bring up Lexi Winter, who's in the cleanup spot, and you never know what could happen with that. Absolutely. So. Here's the first pitch to Turney. Called strike, let her high. Nice count, 0-1. Tad bit high there. So Turney on the night had got aboard Dia Vera, and then a, mm-hmm. another comebacker to the mound that was reported out by mm-hmm. Dowden. So she's hit the ball up the middle both times. Mm-hmm. 0-1 count, Dowden looking into Williams for that sign. Dowden with the delivery. Turning sharp, ground ball to short. Zazling fields cleanly, throw over to first on time. And big two-out pitch there by Dowden to get the out. The Lady Dogs strand the runner down at third. They do pick up a two-out triple, but we're going to head to the top of the seventh. It's 4-1 Kirbyville. 
Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding, and the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing, or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high-paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. All right, we're back here on Next Play 2, and we're in the top of the seven. Fast-paced game here. It's 4-1 Kirbyville. It's coming in, leading it off is going to be Krista Sowles, who had that two-run inside the park homer back in the second mm -hmm. and grounded out to second her last plate appearance. And Giving the update down in Woodville, die ball couldn't scoreless in the bottom of the third. So, you know, I would imagine Palomino in that circle doing Palomino things, but uh, they, they got to get the bats going. Yeah, and that's that's something unusual for the Lady Jacks. They swung it well all season, and they'll tell you every game except against the Lady Dogs. But yeah, able to scratch out a victory on their home field. Mm -hmm. So back to action here's Windsor on that circle. First pitch. Called strike. I'll take it. On deck will be Katie Jacks, followed by Hope Heron. So a big inning here, 7-8-9 due up for Kirbyville. You want to limit and mm -hmm. try to keep Kaylin Zizang and, and, you know, not get a plate opportunity. She's due up fourth this frame. Bunt towards second. Smith flip over to first is in time. Good-looking play there by Kendall Smith. Took a, took a little bit longer on that one than, than yeah. I'm liking to see there from Kendall. Maybe just shot. <laughs> I like to go for a little toss since that she goes up for the throw, but uh, I like to see a little toss there on that one, just a little bit quicker. Yeah, a little so. bit more comfortability there yeah, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so that's going to bring Katie Jacks to the left fielder up. She's 0 for 2 with two punch outs on the night. Mm -hmm. And now that's going to – on deck is Hope Heron. Mm -hmm. First pitch, rise ball upstairs. Makes count 1-0. and 0 and Update to NFL fans out there. Yeah. Jared, you were, you were a close second. I was close. Nick Bosa went okay. second to the 49ers. So. Okay. I was very close. I, I was halfway there. <laughs> I, I think that's how that – yeah, halfway. Sure, we'll take it. But, one uh, pitch from Windsor. Swung on a miss. We go. got one apiece. So, Lady Dog fans, if you're listening, or Kirbyville fans out there, we'll yeah, be sure. back with you tomorrow night at 6 p.m. down in Kirbyville on the call. I won't be here, yeah. but you'll be there. Right. You'll be there with them. I, I'm going to try to go solo. We'll see what happens. Wish me luck. I think you'll be fine. 1-1 one, one called fine. strike, making it 1-2 and two down there. And Kirbyville trying to get on that bus with a victory, heading back to their home field. Yeah. Lady Dogs trying to mount a rally here on the hill. 4-1 mm -hmm. here in the seventh. I last year during playoffs, didn't uh, the Lady Dogs, they lost a game in the series – uh, didn't they? I believe. Who was it against? Did we lose a game in a series? 
last year at all? No, they did not. Okay. They, they swept all the way, and there's a, okay. another punch out there for Lexi Windsor. But, yeah, they, they went undefeated all the way to they, they met up with Grandview, which That's was right. a thriller that mm-hmm. I know you, Chris, and Courtney were involved in. Oh. Don't yeah. remind me. That, that loss is all on me still. I forgot the headset. That's why they didn't win. That's why they didn't win. So but uh, Hope Heron digging in that box now. Two away here in the seventh. Hope Heron two strikeouts on the ninth. 0 for 2. Speaking of Grandview, I don't even think they won their district this year. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I don't think they did. They actually, uh, it's kind of a crazy thing we'll touch on after this okay. pitch, first pitch ball. Mm-hmm. They had a three-way tie at the top of the district standings, and they ch- all chose to flip. And uh, Really? Grandview victorious with oh. the flip. Okay. So they do go in as a one seed. But, okay. But, yeah, all three were tied at the top of the standings. So going to be some tough matchups there in that playoff format. Very true. Oh, one foul away, making it 0-2 here on Hope Herring, the second baseman for Kirbyville. So they were in a situation that we could have been in as well if uh, yeah. if Corgan would have yeah. had that last couple, win against Alba. pitches away from that happening yeah. in 21-3A. And, you know, it just speaks volume of yeah. the competitiveness mm-hmm. in those all these districts. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get in the playoffs, that's what you're seeing now. That's true. Good, good games. Mm-hmm. All the way 0-2 around. 0-2 pitch on its way. Oh, excuse me, a 1-1 pitch. Yeah. Makes it 1-2 and two on Hope Heron. Who, who does Central have do up in the bottom half? They are going to have Windsor, Morehouse, and Weather. So okay. four, five, six. Okay. One, two, pitch, two, Hope Heron. Swung oh, on and miss. There we go. And that's going to end the frame as Lexi Windsor finishes all seven strong. She's hoping she gets an opportunity to go out there and throw another pitch, but we're going to head to the bottom of the seventh. Kirbyville on top, 4-1 here on the hill. Be right back with Lady Dog Softball. Need your roof replaced? Replace it with a metal roof with many colors to choose from and save money on your homeowner's insurance. Need a metal building for an office, barn to store your hay or tractor? What about a metal fence? Layman's Pipe and Steel is the number one place to get your quality steel materials for all your residential, commercial, agricultural, or industrial jobs. Delivery available whether you're a homeowner or contractor. Give Layman's a call. They've got it all at Layman's Pipe and Steel. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. All right, back here to next play two as we're in the bottom of the seventh. It's a 4-1 lead for Kirbyville Lady Cats as they came in here 23-8, trying to take game one. They'll be back in action down in Kirbyville tomorrow at 6 p.m. For sure. For the start. So Lexi Windsor leading it off, trying to help herself out. Yeah. the night she struck out, called, and then flew out to center her last at bat. So over two on deck is Morehouse, followed by Weathers. And Dowden trying to just complete the job here. First pitch hit just foul. Diving attempt there by Jones. Laid out vertically. But just one pitch, one strike there on Windsor. And Dowden on the night will go through right now. She has two punch outs and only two hits allowed Mm -hmm. on the night. So 
You know, she's not doing it with power. Mm -hmm. Just pounding the zone, yep. a little bit lower velocity, but, you know, she's letting her defense work for her, and Zizang defensively at short is kind of next level there. For sure. But on uh, one pitch on the corner. Thanks it's going to get the call, making it 0-2 on Windsor. But any time I think you can limit this uh, central lineup to just two hits in the game, you're doing something right. Even with uh, the lack of velocity here uh, from Dawson, it's she's doing her job. She's getting doing very well at it. 0-2 misses, makes it 1-2. And, and it's kind of one of those things yeah. that, you know, what I look at coming in is, yeah, you know, from the image, you know, velocity's not there and all that, but they're 23-8 and eight for a reason. Yep. She's done her job all year. You know, Kirby for fans, this is no surprise, I would exactly. imagine. They, they almost counted on this in game one. 1-2 mm -hmm. pitch outside, making it even now, two apiece. Nice approach here uh, by Windsor. Started the count off at 0-2, but battles back to get it now, back to even. Let's see if anything uh, – can happen out of this one for Windsor. Yeah, regrouping, taking a deep breath out there, getting their focus back, towing that rubber, looking into Williams. Dowden with the 2-2 pitch. Mm -hmm. It's going to be crushed foul. So Windsor puts a couple balls in play yeah. nicely, but just, you know, with the velocity down, the velo, she's way ahead of the pitch. Mm -hmm. I think that I think something that would work best is just wait a little bit longer on that one. Just try to Maybe pull it out more towards uh, right field instead of trying to get it early out yeah, in the I left. Yeah, an adjustment is just up in the box on a pitcher like here. So 2-2 two -two pitch on its way. Rise ball upstairs. Go. So good at bat here by Windsor starting the frame. 3-2 now on the junior pitcher. Dowden all night has shown she's been able to hit that spot. So only one walk we'll see with the 3-2 pitch. I expect her to pound that zone mm -hmm. again. Windsor digging in that box, looking it towards Dowden. Fouled away, so great at bat here. Mm -hmm. Great battle between yeah, you know, the two sure. pitchers right here. You got Windsor who's been in the circle and Dowden out there. And, you know, no one is backing down from each other. So 3-2, we're going to do it again here in the bottom of the seventh in a 4-1 game. Dowden with the delivery. It's going to be popped up towards left field. It's going to be out of play. Just out of play. Oh, they just, caught it out there. Man, yeah, we're fans. Out of some hey, good hands. Sign that guy up. Hey. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? So here we are. We're going to go over again. Windsor and uh, Coach Gore walking out. He's going to shift the outfield. I think with three or four pitches being yanked down that line, he, smart move by the coach. Yeah. They're going to favor her to pull. Mm -hmm. So pretty good gap down the right field line, mm -hmm. but... I think it's probably safe. So, 3-2 yes. pitch. Here we go again in the bottom of the 7th 4-1 game. Swung on and missed as she goes upstairs. That's rise ball. And that was a great-looking rise ball by Dowden. Only the third pat pin punch out on the night. And just like all season, that pat pin punch out brought to you by Pat Pin at Remax Home and Country. Buying or selling lead, Pat Pin, take care of your real estate needs today. This Kirbyville team. A three seed in the district, but they could eat, they they could they could win some districts around here. Absolutely, you know, and they they, they lost a game that I don't think they planned on losing. So mm -hmm. They were in the, technically tied for that two spot going in the last game, but mm -hmm. good club. Only three losses. I mean, excuse me, four losses in district play. So Morehouse in that box. First pitch called strike. Now, I think the key for Kirbyville there is in the seventh inning. You want to get that first hitter out. You yes. want to you don't want to start off with a one out. 
And uh, they would a good-looking pitch there and a good battle between Windsor and Dowden. Mm-hmm. Dowden gets the victory there. Mm-hmm. So 0-1 here on Morehouse. Swung on the lift towards right. There is Saul. She's going to come over and make the play. And now the Lady Dogs are down to their last out here in game one of this bi-district matchup. We will be in action down in Kirbyville tomorrow for game two. But the, the last out tends to be the hardest one in the game to get, so trying to get something going here. Yeah, I think right now weathers are just trying to find a way to get a runner on uh-huh. and give yourself a chance. And I no doubt we keep repeating, but only two hits. She's got three punch outs now on the night. Uh, she's just pounded the zone and let her defense work for her. Uh, Saws with a couple good plays in the right. Rut- Rutherford in centers made a couple plays. And then Zizang, anything hit in her direction, she's just made play after play at short. I think the thing that jumps out to me with Zizang is her range. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets to a lot of balls that a lot of other kids can't get to and then has the arm to come up and make the play. So here's Weathers with two down. Gonna miss upstairs. She's now ahead of the count, two and zero. Oh. On deck would be Bailey Ortiz if she were able to reach. So two zero count here on the third baseman Weathers. Dowden looking in for that sign. Swung on, fouled. It's gonna make its way out of play. Two one count now on Weathers. But. Two-one count now for Weathers. Two outs here in the bottom half of the seventh year Lady Ducks trail, four to one over uh, the Lady Cats of Kirbyville here on next plate two. Two-one misses upstairs, so three-one count now on Weathers. And you know earlier she went she went three-one on Windsor. Mm-hmm. They would come back and get the strikeout. Uh-huh. So I look for her to pound that zone again here. She's done it all night, and I would expect nothing less here. Uh, from her in the circle. 3-1 pitch on its way. It's going to miss upstairs. There so we there's go. A two-out walk. Lady Dogs at least stay alive for another batter as Coach Gore is going to call time, a walkout, kind of maybe calm the nerves. Yeah, for sure. I think it's kind of like the old saying, like you touched on, the last out is the hardest out. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to kind of regroup her, say, hey, you, you've done this the whole game. Exactly. Nothing different than the first out. Just you know, throw to the zone, throw to your catcher, let your defense work behind you. And if you're the Lady Dogs right here, you want to be patient. You know, don't 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 swing anything up in the zone. Hey, right now the story's base runners. It's not necessarily, you know, hitting a gapper in the fence. It's, it's getting base runners aboard as that tying run is now on deck here with two down. Coley uh, Bowles on deck for the Lady Dogs, but do up now. It's going to be that's Bailey Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah, there we go. I was, I was getting to it. I was getting to it. Okay. So one of the two hits on the night. She had an RBI single back in the second, mm-hmm. and then a tough at bat on a three-two pitch fouled up, pop up in foul territory was caught by the catcher Williams. So one for two on the night. First pitch fouled straight back. Wow. And it's going to make it now 0-1 as Ortiz going up there, being aggressive, ready to hit the ball. Good pitch to go out there for Ortiz, just a pitch right over the plate. Definitely something she could have uh, had some, put some damage on, but nonetheless it's going to be fouled into the netting, and the count goes to 0-1 now for Bailey with Weathers over at first with two outs. 
0-1 is popped out of place, and now the Lady Dogs are down to their last strike here in game one. This is a series, so we will have a game two tomorrow in Kirbyville. Make sure to jump on next play. Yeah, for sure. Two and get the call. But Ortiz trying to stay alive, the senior. Mm -hmm. I think this is, you know, right now with two strikes, this is who you want up, the senior mm -hmm. leadership. You know, the nerves, of course, are there for anybody. Oh, yeah. But, but if, you know, it's a four-year player, she's, she's okay. 0-2 mm -hmm. pitch on its way. Taken. Ball one. Nice take there by Ortiz. That's something I would have gone after. It's just, <laughs> it looked like a good pitch to me, but Ortiz knows her zone. Yeah, that's so. it's in the pitching, pitching world, that's a purpose pitch there, 0-2, just trying to put that spot, take, take advantage of the aggressiveness. But now we're back to action, 1-2. On Ortiz, Dowden with the delivery. Misses just away, making the count 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Nervous? Yeah. Close call there. 2-2. Two, two. But this is definitely who we won uh, at the plate for the Lady Dogs. We got the senior leadership in that seven hole with Bailey Ortiz. Just trying to get some base runners on here to, to keep this game alive. 2-2 two, two now on Ortiz. Weathers down there at first. Drew that two-out walk. Dowden's delivery. Hit smash to left field. That's going to be a two-out single by Ortiz, who has two hits on the night. Weathers going to go stasis, station to station there. Sabrina Weathers now at second. And Baylor Ortiz at first, and that's going to bring up now Dakota Helton. Yeah, Dakota Helton only won at bat on the night. Struck out looking. Palmer, I mean, excuse me, she's got two. She ran it out to second. Yes. And then Palmer came up to bat, correct? No. Yeah, for Smith. Yeah, for Smith. Okay. So here with two down, Helton does represent the tying run. And, you know, we've seen crazier things happen. Hey. But uh, you never know. It's playoff softball. Play I think the Lady Dogs, that's all they could ask for coming into the seventh frame is have a chance. Kirbyville right now, though, two, two outs just in a, a pitch away from getting out of this thing, getting a game one victory. Mm -hmm. On deck is Kendall Smith if she were to reach. But you, you just got to treat this at bat just like any other at bat throughout the season uh, here for Hilton. So, first pitch, called strike, a little downstairs, but gets the call. But this is where uh, this is where your key players come in, uh, come into these clutch, situa clutch situations, and that's what uh, what, what Bailey just showed getting on getting there on base for the nice year down to the last strike, mm -hmm. hit a solid base hit, and now Hilton no one pitch on its way. Fouled away, so we're going to be down to our last strike, strike again. again. Here in the bottom of the seventh, Dakota Helton, the right fielder. 0-2 count. Down at second is Weathers. At first is Ortiz. Now, anything hit, they're running. Yeah. You think, you think any hit, uh, if we get it, any, like, lined hit to the outfield, do you, you think we're trying to get one or two? I think they're just going to go for a one on a base hit to the outfield mm -hmm. and, and then just kind of get your runners stay alive for Smith. So here's the 0-2 pitch on its way. Fouled away is Helton. Doing a great job of staying alive. Oh, man, I love seeing this. It's Kendall Smith on yeah. that coming up, encouraging her hey. right in the face mask, telling her, hey, we, you we got believe this. in you. You got this. And, uh, and this is a... If we don't get the outcome that we want here, this is definitely some momentum that we could be taking into game two over Absolutely. in Kirby tomorrow. So. so here we are, one pitch away again, 0-2. Oh, foul tip. Foul tip. 
Barely got that one. Gets to the catcher's glove and staying alive here. 0-2. Tied to break there. Yeah, a little bit of a break. We'll see if that pays off. Mm-hmm. On deck is Kendall Smith. So here's Helton. 0-2. Down to that last strike. Dowden trying to finish the job. Ball Ooh. outside. It's count one and two, and a good call there by the umpires. Was away. I'm nervous, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this. I love it, but I don't like it at the same time. You know, the good thing from both sides, there will be a game, too. Yeah, exactly. Some excitement here, though, in game one as Dakota Helton down to her last strike. Runners at second and first with two away. There we go. Smash towards right center. It's going to go back, 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 over her head. Here's one run. Here comes Ortiz. There we go. She's going to be at home, and just like that, that's a two-run triple by Dakota Helton. Let's go. And it is four to three. Wow. Down to the last strike. And the right fielder, Helton, just absolutely smokes the ball to right center for a stand-up triple. There we go. There we go. And now that's going to bring Kendall Smith to the plate. Wow. With the tying run down at third as Helton getting the fourth hit on the night Woo. for the Lady Dogs. And, man, if you're listening in, hey, hey phone a friend. Tell them to jump on because Lady get Dogs everybody. have a chance right now. If we could get the top of this lineup back. Hey. I'll, wait, if we get to the – we're good. We're good. Coach, Coach Gord got the hat off pacing down in the first base dugout. I mean, I would too. <laughs> but give Kirbyville credit. Hey, even though the damage has been done here with two outs, they're still a pitch away from yeah. getting a game one exactly. victory. So exactly. they're still, you know, in a position to, to close it out here with Kendall Smith. But man, couldn't ask for a better ending to a game here right now. Uh, but the Central fans definitely have something to cheer for here now. Here's Smith 0 for 1 on the night. Pitch inside, ball one. I think she's going to be patient here at the plate. Mm-hmm. Like you touched on Robinson, the top exactly. of the order on deck. And, you know, Try Lady to get Robinson on. Trying to get to her. Mm-hmm. Man. We've got a thriller all of a sudden here exactly. with two outs and a seventh. So we've got base runners on. Down to our last strike two times in this inning. And uh, these Lady Dogs definitely t- capitalizing on well, it. Foul. Is it going to reach the seats? It Woo. does just barely. Great effort by Brianna Williams, the catcher. Okay. Barely gets over the netting. I'm so a ha- one one count here on Kendall Smith. If I have a heart attack, <laughs> you'll know man, what's up. <laughs> excuse Jared. He's not able to control his emotions. <laughs> Being the color guy here in this situation, hey. but I don't think anybody's complaining. Oh, I mean, like, one thing you got to know, I get into the games, I'm, I mean, that's just what I do. It's what I do. So, so. one one count on the sophomore second baseman, mm-hmm. Kendall Smith, Dowden in that circle, trying to close it out for Kirbyville Lady Cats. One one pitch on its way. Called strike. Tough looking pitch there, but gets the call. That's a bad call. That's, That's outside. On, uh, one and two. Coach Acosta definitely showing his. Uh... So now, a hey, familiar saying in this frame, the Lady Dogs down, down to their last five. strike. Yeah, not last out. Last strike here. So here's Kendall Smith trying to keep him alive here with a one-two count. Tori Dowden's delivery. 
Swung on, it's going to be lifted over to first. Oh. There's Rutherford. She's going to squeeze it, hey. and that's the ball game as Kirbyville survives a seventh inning rally by the Lady Dogs. Yep. And now we are end of game one. They're going to grab the victory four to three. And we're going to take a quick break and come back with a post-game wrap-up here on the Hill. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. All right, welcome back here to Next Play 2, and we're going to wrap up this postgame. Kirbyville Lady Cats victorious 4-3, to three. and the Lady Dogs try to come back with a yeah. dramatic two-out rally. Had that time run down at third, but uh, Lady Cats get that final out, get game one victory. We're going to move down to Kirbyville tomorrow, 6 p.m. start there in Kirbyville. Should be a competitive game like we're anticipating, and we'll be back on the call here next play, but run through some of these stats. You know, the story on the night for Kirbyville, all four runs coming with two outs, a two-out, two-run inside the park homer down that left field line, and then a two-out, two-run double. Accounted for all those four runs, and then for the Lady Dogs. Coming into that seventh frame, they only had two hits on the night. Yeah. Able to get two in the seventh. Dakota Helton with that two-out, two-strike, mm-hmm. two-run triple yes. to close that gap to 4-3, but they end the, end the ball game with her on third. So tough luck loss there for the Lady Dogs. Tried to come back, but... I think uh, going down to Kirbyville, mm-hmm. you know, Kirbyville's feeling good on this bus ride. Exactly. and they, They're back at their home park. That's going to be tough to go down there and get a victory. But the Lady Dogs, like you said, got a little Dog. bit of momentum yes, sir. Uh, with a good inning to close it out. And, and uh, they're going to play, you know, everything out in a survivor game, elimination game down in Kirbyville. So, Jared, any final thoughts here on tonight's game? So, like you said, we had we had a very slow start. Didn't really get going until that seventh inning. 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 Really get going until that seventh inning.